7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the show is the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, Rain. Hi, it's Rain and Nukes. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. It's really uh, not that funny, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. But I mean, if you didn't laugh, you'd cry, right? So, oh my uh, God. We're trying to get Bobber on here. Looked like we had a bit of a, a, a snafu uh, with his Skype, but uh, looks like um, uh, oh, he was trying to, to he tried to pick up uh, on the PC instead of the laptop. Was that it? Yes. So yes. hello, hello. There he me? is. Hey everybody! Hello, it's, it's Bobber. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. Yes. Yeah, got, finally worked all these stupid technology problems. Oh yeah, no worries. I should be able, something I should be able to do, but you know. Yay! It yeah. happens to the best of us, right? So, yep. but of course, yeah, Bobber uh, in Washington D.C. Of course, uh, can be read on Four Freedoms blog. Uh, thanks for filling in for Joe tonight. Sure, no problem. Excellent. Yeah, and I just have a Happy one. Yeah, I'm happy to have you uh, with uh, with us uh, as well. With us, <laughs> and uh, also, I just want to put out some friendly advice right now. Hey, Jeffrey Lord, I hear there's some openings at Fox. That's it. <laughs> Do you know? I heard a rumor. I read a rumor. What's Fox that? Fox doesn't want him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It was early this morning, but Fox is—they don't want him. Uh, remember, they go. <laughs> remember when the revolving door used to go between the government and lobbyists? Now it seems with this group, it goes between the Fox News and the uh, and the White House. Seriously? Um, yeah. Seriously. So, uh, well, you know, to be fair, they already have a Ducey over there. They don't need a second one. Although Steve Ducey's son is on the payroll at Fox News too. Uh, but uh, I guess they don't need an elder Ducey, and because that's pretty much what Jeffrey Lord is, is just a dumb guy who says stuff and tries to seem smart. I will never forget the day when Anderson Cooper said the president could take a dump on the desk and you would defend it. Yes. And here comes the thunder. <laughs> Here's the horde. So, uh, but yeah, you know, so the thunder, you, the rain and Bobber have a storm rolling into their neck of the woods. So. Fingers crossed, I don't have to go it alone. But I know Adam Hebert's out there. I know he would he would step in if uh, if need be if we have any issues. So, uh, well, before we get into the political talk, and honestly, um, you know, I, I've kind of felt a little brain dead this week, so I, I really couldn't stand listening to much audio. So we don't have a ton of audio to go over. So I thought we would talk about 
whatever the hell we want to talk about, in addition to some of the news stories. Uh, but you know, uh, but before we get into that, I, let's just get Jeffrey Lord completely out of the way, because what what go f- no i mean seriously go figure what is the 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 boogeyman uh, of the hour uh, you know when jeffrey lord gets fired well cnn is attacking his first amendment rights they're attacking the first amendment um only the government can attack the first amendment um yes so uh, jeffrey lord <laughs> yeah uh if i for example i work for a very large company uh, promoter, concert promoter, and if I said concert promoter X, you know, um, does I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna joke around, <laughs> you know, if 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 this you know company X did Y, then you know, and and then company X says why did you say Y? That's not cool. You're fired. I wouldn't say oh my First Amendment rights are being curtailed. No, every company has the right to say. Look, we don't want you to represent us anymore. Although there are a lot of things that Jeffrey Lord said before now that were arguably a lot worse. They so, were. There's a big Everything list. Everything he said was so much worse than what he tweeted. <laughs> That's the thing that amazes me. He should have been fired a long, long time ago for the things that he actually said on air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, looking, I have no. I, I'm glad he's gone. Oh yeah, he I was mean, worthless. I'm he, glad he's gone. He was. He was mean. He was full of hate, and he would defend a dump Trump or a Trump dump. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe, maybe he could uh, be get a starring role in the uh, that new Broadway musical about Andrew Jackson because he looks just <laughs> like him. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I hadn't even thought there of that. I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and the resemblance is uncanny. And you probably think so slavery the, is pretty cool. I was going to say, so are the politics. Yeah. <laughs> it's really uh, good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, l- let me see. Uh, the, I, I have the article here. The eight worst things Jeffrey Lord said on CNN that didn't get him fired. This is by Matt Wilstein at the Daily Beast. Uh, let me see. Uh, here's the here's the here are the worst of the worst. They were the military arm, the terrorist arm of the Democratic Party, according to historians. And that's how Lord described the KKK to Van Jones during a debate during uh, Super Tuesday in 2016 after Trump refused to denounce former KKK Grand Wizard David Duke. I don't care how they voted 50 years ago. I care about who they killed. Oh, yeah, that's. Uh, exactly. oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, that's that's what a, a, a Van Jones said. Yeah, and and he's right. I mean, but oh my god! Mm-hmm. So he wasn't fired for that. No. And then, uh, when is Bakari going to get around to apologizing for slavery? I'm still waiting on that. What Lord said after former Democratic State Representative Bakari Sellers, who happens to be black, asked him when he was going to apologize on behalf of Trump to the Central Park Five. Mm-hmm. Why would it? Who? Wait, wait. Why would you have an African American or a person of color apologize for slavery? I can't wrap my head around that. I, I don't. I don't get it. Maybe 
because once again they're going back into ancient history and saying you know the Democrats supported slavery you know back in the 1800s. Oh yeah, that that every that rich seems white like, man supported slavery. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. Jeff Jeff Lordian logic there. Uh, you know, I just feel bad for his poor mom because he lives with her and she's going to have to put up with him all the live long day now. Yeah, here we go. Coming, mother. Um, and uh, let me see. Here's another another thing that didn't mother, get him fired. Mother, no, mother. <laughs> um, if did George Jeff W. Bush, of, what? Did Jeff Ford ever make fun of millennials for living in their mother's basement? Uh, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but because, uh, well. Guess what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he says, uh, if George W. Bush had instituted the measures that Donald Trump is instituting now, 9-11, A, would never have happened, according to the critic, uh, and B, you would have had all these complaints from ex- uh, people exactly as you're complaining now. That's uh, that they're being kept out of the United States, and this is terrible. Just wait one week into Trump's term. As his Muslim ban uh, was causing chaos at airports and across the country, Lord claimed that similar actions by George W. Bush would have prevented 9-11. And then, as CNN's Poppy Harlow pointed out, the hijackers came from Saudi Arabia, which mm-hmm. was was not one of the countries on Trump's list. <laughs> See? <laughs> Neat. Uh, nobody accused the Trump cultists of being smart. That's for sure. Uh, uh, he also said, "Think of of Trump as the Martin Luther King of healthcare." <laughs> God, uh, you know that—that's especially unfortunate. Once now that we know how Trump's healthcare plan turned out, oh, I think he's more like the Hitler of healthcare, but uh, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's, he's um, putting healthcare into the ovens and the gas. Oh, God. Chambers. See, that was darker than where I was going. It was, it was dark, but you know we're not a, we're not immune to darkness here uh, on uh, Turn Up the Night. So, uh, but yes, uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Lord, uh, where's your jetpack, Zuckerberg? Wow, wow, that's that's breathtakingly stupid right there. I don't even need to uh, uh, read the reference to what that's about. Um, uh, I don't care what he says about the Russians. Lord happily backed Trump up after it was revealed that he told. Uh, uh, Russian officials that James Comey, James Comey was a nut job. In response, Anderson Cooper said if he took a dump on his desk, he would defend it. <laughs> that is so classic. Um, and I, I still feel bad that Cooper had to apologize for it. And it's because Cooper really is. He's hes a decent person. But. Yeah. Wow. That was classic uh, TV. So uh, here's what he said. Uh, let me see. Um uh, another thing, uh, Trump, in his own fashion, not consciously being chur- is <laughs> being Churchillian, is basically saying, "You guys have got to toughen up here." Lord compared the president to Winston Churchill after Trump went on a Twitter tirade against uh, London's Muslim mayor following a terror attack in the city uh, in June. Uh, in that same appearance, uh, appearance rather, uh, Lord said it would be fair for Trump to blame. Ariana Grande for the Manchester bombing. Oh. Seriously. He is a vile. Does he, he he really believes this, doesn't he? Oh, he does. He does. Uh, or at least, you know, uh, you know, but then again, I don't think a Trump cultist of this caliber um believes what they uh, I, they don't know what they believe until they say it or type it out in on Twitter or in a comment section or something. Oh, yeah. You know. 
Um, and then uh, here, I, I mean, this business that uh, that this is misogynistic. I find that so patronizing of Mika Brzezinski. If it wasn't Trump's tweet about Mika Brzezinski's alleged facelift that Lord found offensive, it was the media suggesting that it was sexist. And uh, again, I cannot wrap my head around this. Uh, yeah, yeah. And here's the last one, uh, more recent, uh, uh, very recent uh, um, defense of Trump's uh, joke about pr- police brutality. He said, "That's a New Yorker sense of humor. That's the New the New Yorker sense of humor." Yeah, um, speaking as a New Yorker, no, it ain't. Nah, uh-huh. that's <laughs> it a rich. Ain't, it ain't. That's a rich dick we don't bag. Don't joke about that shit. Yeah, that's a rich dick bag that's never had to worry in his life once about being picked up by a police officer. That's what that is. Yeah. That's not New York. Yeah. That's rich dick bag humor. Um, racist humor. I mean, he's basically saying that Trump is a racist New Yorker, which I will say there are racist New Yorkers. Sure. I mean, Trump is one of them. He's the guy who took the front page, the full page ad out, calling oh, for the yeah. death penalty of the Central Park Five. But more importantly, it's not though, a New Yorker. That's Trump. When is Bakari Sellers finally going to ap- apologize for slavery, though? Oh, Jesus! What a I'm glad asshole. he's gone. I yeah. I think that he'll end up on Trump TV. Yeah, let's say I, I bet you he becomes. I I I do. I mean, if this rumor about the Fox News, like, no, you could stay over there. Just give him a plate of Nilla. with Bowling's junk. Yeah, just give him a plate of Nilla wafers and some hot cocoa, and he'll say anything. Because um, mm-hmm. that's what Mother does for him. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, and, and of course, uh, yes, Trump, not just a, a racist New Yorker. You're a bigot, a bigot of the highest caliber. And hey, Trump, fuck you. There we go. Uh, so there, there, uh, and uh, we we got some. Any other thoughts on Jeffrey Lord? I I hope he I hope he lands uh, on his head. <laughs> 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 you know. uh, woof. It's rough. It's it is rough. It's a rough situation for Jeffrey Lord. I do have one comment. Yes. Is Jeffrey Lord really gone? To which I want to channel my inner Comey, Lordy. I hope so. <laughs> Lordy, I hope so. <laughs> it's really bad. No, it wasn't bad. It's terrible. Uh, well, I, I I hope there are tapes of his exit interview. Lordy, I hope there are tapes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> there we are. Sorry, advance dogs guys oh no don't worry about it i i like hearing the dogs makes me know that uh they're in a happy home um so uh all right well i'll tell you what we're gonna we're gonna take the the what what's the complete polar opposite of jeffrey lord oh i don't know homemade chili (laughs) uh i've had this plan the results are the same you get a bunch of never mind well no if you make it right you won't get uh you know yes the gas Oh yeah, gas. True. Yes. Odiferousness. You'll get some hot air for sure. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, to take your beano, kids. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm I'm gearing up here. Uh, I have uh, uh, I'm going to my friend Pete, uh, Sugar and Pete. They live out in Granger, Ohio, and they do a thing every year called Granger Danger, uh, where <laughs> bands play. 
uh, alcohol is consumed, tons of food is made, uh, and um, I, I, I have a, a feeling it's probably a lot like what your parties are like, except on like four or five acres of land. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, wow. so in, in that spirit where, you know, lots of good food, lots of lots of good booze, you know, um, and, uh, and and they have a chili, chili off, chili cook off. And I'm getting uh, I'm going to get a little experimental this this year. Um, I, I went to the uh, Susan and I. I took, well, it's, uh, I have so much vacation time. It's not even funny. So I took a vacation day the on, on Tuesday. And uh, Susan and I and her birth mother went to the Asian Plaza, and I finally found whole dried chili peppers. And the other day, I I also bought um, some dehydrated uh, other peppers. (laughs) I'll find out in a second what they are. But um, there's a a, so I I found those, and, and you know each bag was only like three bucks a piece. So I'm like, I need to grind, you know, I need to like put all this in the food processor, grind these suckers up and really start making my own chili powder to try and make a big difference. You know, it's like I buy good quality chili powder, but making your own, I think that's a step up right there. Have you guys ever tried that? We haven't. No, not really. I mean, the closest we've come is buying whole mustard and... <laughs> pulverizing that into mustard, dried yeah. mustard powder, but that's yeah. I've made my close. own. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've tried, I mean, oh. I've tried making you know like a, a masala. Was it the that that Indian spice mix? But I mean, that's again, that's just mixing spices together. That's not yeah. Like taking whole whole pieces, whole peppers, and then putting them in the blender. Yeah. So the other ones are ancho chilies. Uh, and seriously, I've, oh, I've okay. got this big bag. There's probably like twenty of these. Twenty of these suckers. They're big. It's in a big bag. It's like like a like a, 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 a the biggest bag of beef jerky you can find is what it looks like. Um, and uh, it ha- you know it's just loaded with these, with these suckers. And I cut one up the other day and mixed. Um, uh, I just got the kitchen scissors out and snipped off little pieces of it and put it in my refried beans. And it added a real nice flavor. So uh, I haven't used ancho chilies that much, but I'm excited about it. These are still a little. These are moister than the than the chili peppers I got because the chili peppers they're like they're like dried up locusts. They're so brittle, you know. Um, and uh, but yeah, so I've got these two. I'm gonna try that. I'm sorry, I'll stop rustling bags here. The cat Tim is here. Like he's like, what's that? Hey, is that food? <laughs> it is. Would you like some? <laughs> <laughs> First and last time. It's cold. Yeah. Oh, we as Tim Tim uh, nears uh, the ten year mark. Well, he's I think he's eight now, and that, this oh, this is a little one off. But as Tim nears the it, he he's always been the cat with the cast iron stomach that will eat anything you give him. Well, as he's getting older, if he, he just barfs it up like two seconds later if he can't eat it. Susan gave him something. There was some ranch dressing on it. Next thing you know, he went, blah, ranch dressing came up. <laughs> I dropped. I didn't intentionally give it to him. We had chips and salsa the other day, and I dropped a chip on the floor. And he, he was like, oh, that's mine. Smacked his paw on it and just started crunching it up. And uh, a few seconds later, yak threw up that. So, uh, so yeah. So Timmy, his stomach is telling him, "No, you can't eat everything." Yes, his stomach is saying. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> he gets so scared about barfing, too. He's like, I need to back out of whatever is making me do this. <laughs> There's a, my head is in some kind of gag pocket. Got to pull it out. So... Uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm uh, uh, in, uh, Michelle in South Florida says uh, she is not, but if I'm successful, give uh, give I'll give you my tips because um, I yeah she wants to know how to create her own spicy barbecue uh, sauce as well. Now you have a really good barbecue sauce recipe that you gave to me many years ago, probably like four years ago, five years ago, and I made it and it was it was it was terrific. Yeah. Yeah, and molasses. It, it's been a while. Tomatoes and Jamesons. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff in it, though. You, you, I mean, you gave me a list of like ten ingredients that was in it. And, Probably. Uh, and it was good. It, I, I would do it again in a heartbeat. I mean, there was. I remember there's garlic in there. There's chili. There's molasses. There's brown sugar. There's. I used crushed tomatoes. Um. Onion powder. Mm-hmm. Just there's a whole bunch of, I mean, it's just, but you just kind of cook it slow and you just get it to that if you want it sweet and it ends up looking brown. Yes. Yeah, because the molasses. Sauce should. Yeah, yes. the, mo- the molasses really, uh, you know, that natural coloring of that, it, it, it'll cover up the color of anything else for the most part. <laughs> you know. Um, I can't believe it's been that long though. Wow. It's been a while. It's it, it, the minimum it's been three years, but it feels more like four or five. Because it, it, yeah, I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, I mean, we've known each other for a long time. We've known, uh, I've known both of you guys for the better part of ten years. So that's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, I, I would say, mm, yeah, maybe nine. I would say nine years is how long we've known each other. For about a year after I started this, not this show. Um, wow. Yeah, but uh, feeling like an old lady. <laughs> tell me about it. I'm walking around like an old man this uh, this weekend. I got a lower lower back issues again, but uh, but oh. no. So for the chili, I've got you know I'm gonna do that. Um, the, with the I'm gonna try and, and I'm still probably gonna use chili powder because I'm not gonna nail it the first time. I'm sure, but I, I want to get these extra peppers in there and see how that tastes. But then again, I you don't know. I might actually have time to try and do this and put all the different you know. I might have to use some dry spices that I have laying around, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm okay with that. I don't need to grind every peppercorn, you know. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna gonna do that. Uh, I'm still, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I have some venison in the freezer. I've like I have like a pound of venison, and it's really is it mine. Ground? Yeah, it is. A uh, buddy of mine, he at oh. work, he needs to stop eating uh, venison. He's a hunter, and he has like a ton, had a ton in his freezer, and I still have two tenderloins and a pound of ground uh, venison nice. in the freezer. Yeah, I got to tell you, one of my favorite chilies is made with venison. So. You know, I'll tell you what, it was so good because it was so mild uh, because apparently, you know, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't like a really old buck or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it actually was milder tasting. It wasn't as gamey. So so I have that uh, that I've been sitting on and I, I think I might just go for it. And also, uh, in uh, what this might sound crazy, but I don't know who, who out there, would how you feel about it, but I happen to love Wendy's Chili. And I'm trying to kind of emulate. Oh my god! I'm trying to kind of emulate the consistency of that. 
I love Wendy's chili so much. It's so I'm good. I'm so happy that you said that. <laughs> when we go on road trips, I'm like, I want Wendy's chili. Because we don't yeah. have a Wendy's near us. Oh, really? I love their chili. Yeah, we have one too close to us. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, not near us is sort of relative, you know, around here. It's probably with, there's probably one within like three miles, but it just takes, you know, 15 to 20 minutes to, to get there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Call Uber Eats. Um, that would be stone cold by the time you got it. Um, yeah, so. It makes uh, me excited, though, that you like Wendy's chili. I think we should yeah. all admit it. Yeah, and and it's you know what? Good. I, I, it, it's damn good. If it, you know, it's it's really tasty. It's a great consistency, and the, I'll tell you what. I tried making it. I went to a few YouTube videos. Actually, there's um, I think it's I think the YouTube channel is Two Gay Dads, and they um, they do a lot of like reverse engineering recipes. I'll see if I can find it um, and share the link with everybody. But they. They went through all the steps. I, I had almost everything I needed to make it, but it just came out too damn thick. So I think I'm going to, you know, and, and it, the thing is, it starts with one of my least favorite ingredients, and that's green peppers. But once it's all cooked, you can't even tell there's green peppers in it. But it yeah. gives it that taste that, that Wendy's chili has. So I think I'm going to kind of do the same thing with that reverse engineered recipe with venison but in, in my my homemade chili powder and uh oh of course it'll have some beer in it i always got to put some beer in chili I'll, i'm gonna find something good um <laughs> uh and uh and then well, that's uh, the thing you know with uh, chili if i could just jump in like if you wanted to sure. make it smoky you could put a smokier beer in there that's true if you wanted a little a little bit more you know like creamy you could maybe find a milk stout i think guinness is, is a good option guinness is delicious oh yeah beer. yeah it, guinness is delicious in beer <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> black and tan uh there you go i, uh, <laughs> I can't believe i said that i'm i'm oh man i'm just ha okay we, we're talking about chili. You see what it does to me? Do you see what it does to me, people? No, it's okay. I got what you were saying. You meant it, 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 it's <laughs> no, great I'm in chili. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let me let me see if I can find it. Uh, th now, that's not the name of their YouTube channel. Um, I'll just have to look for Wendy's Chili and then find it. But these two guys are great. They're really, you know, they're really cool dads, and um, they just happen to be gay and they love cooking. Um, and uh but yeah so let me i'm gonna go to youtube and see if i can find it um but yeah this is uh you know i've, I've tried i only tried their recipe really and um but there's um oh wait i think i found it yeah two oh it's two gay dads it's not spelled out it's the no, number two two gay dads so i'll share the uh so they're prince the fans. youtube video uh yeah true probably <laughs> who isn't Trump cult, the Trump cult. That's who. Uh, so yeah, there's mm -hmm. the reverse engineered. Uh, you know, well, they don't really reverse engineer it on, on there, but they they found a recipe and uh, it looked pretty damn good when they when they did it. So anyway, so that's my plan. Is I'm gonna try and do. I'm gonna use the venison. I'm gonna use the homemade. Uh, um, uh, you know, chili powder as best as I can, or at least some dried chilies all ground up and give it an extra chili kick without adding too much heat. 
because I don't want to turn everybody off. I don't want everybody, you know, you know, sh- spitting fire when they're done with my chili. Uh, <laughs> well, when they're done, they'll be f- they'll be locked and loaded with fire and fury. Yes. Oh, jeepers creepers. So, <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, yeah. So so and then yeah. So venison, homemade chili powder, and uh, in a kind of a knockoff of Wendy's. Uh, I'm, I'll follow it loosely. But I always use, you know, uh, they. I think they just use kidney beans, but I always use um, black beans as part of my chili. Or, and sometimes um, pink beans, which are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a friend who makes her chili with the white beans. I've used white beans, too. And so, that was really good. I've never, I, I usually just go with kidney. I got a good suggestion but. for any anybody doing vegetarian out there. If you want a heartier chili, use black-eyed peas and black beans in your chili. Um, that that really uh, that when I was vegetarian, that's what I did. If you really want to make it a, a good hearty meal, put it over a little bit of pasta too. Um, that's always good. Or do the, the Frito pie. I'm probably going to take the Frito that, pie fixings too. So that's an Ohio thing, isn't it? It's a Texas thing, actually. Um, is it? Yeah, yeah the, Kim and the, I. The chili, the chili over pasta is kind of a Cincinnati thing. Oh, that the chili over pasta is a Cincinnati thing. The Frito pie thing is a Texas thing. And what's the Frito pie? Um, that's where you take uh, uh, Fritos, you put uh, chili, jalapenos, sour cream, cheese on top, and nom nom nom. So okay. they're they're kind of like uh, Frito nachos. Exactly. Yeah. So, but they, they, you know, the nacho libre. They just call them Frito <laughs> Frito pies there. But uh, what they'll do a lot of what they'll do is they'll take the small bags and slit them open, um, so you can eat out of it like a bowl. So then you just oh, throw, wow. that, throw okay. that away when you're done. So, but uh, anywho, all right. On that note, we're running a little bit long here. I don't know, Bob, or maybe we used to listen to home cooking. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got it. Uh, let, let me see. Let me make sure I get it uh, in the right uh, slot here. Um, yeah, so uh, we. I'm sorry, I, I talked a little bit too long here about the chili, but you know, poor Jeff Lord. Jeff Lord, like I said, don't worry, buddy. You'll land on your head. Um, and <laughs> uh, but in the, but he has head to land on to spare. As I've always said, he's he he, he don't have a forehead. He got an eight head. Uh, so <laughs> you know, it's like a it's like a landing strip up there. Um, anyway, all right, we're going to go ahead and listen to one of Bobber's songs called Home Cooking. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into some other mischief. And of course, P.S. Mueller will be here with us, um, uh, at the top of, uh, the next hour. So hang tight. We'll be right back right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Peck. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty, for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me?
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back! Hello. It's glad... I'm glad. I'm not dead. I'm happy. We're not dead. <laughs> I'm I am very pleased at that status update as well. And uh, of course, <laughs> Bobber in uh, Washington D.C. Of course, uh, once again from Four Freedoms Blog. Thanks for sitting in for Tim uh, Tim Coromel's co-host and our co-host <laughs> Joe Santorza tonight. Nice. Thank you. Nice sir. save. That was good. Yeah. Wait. May, let's see what I can trip over for the next five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, I'll tell you what. It's going to be some stiff competition with me. I'm, like I said, I am. I'm really brain dead this week. Uh, but uh, what's the, what is this tweet about Omarosa in in some guy named Ed uh, at something called uh, NAB NABJ? It's the 17? National Association of Black Journalists. They're oh, having okay. their convention today, and last minute Omarosa was brought on to be one of the uh, on a panel. And there has been some uproar about it. There's a little article on page six from the New York Post that, you know, everybody's like, why is she even there? 
And, well, she's there to do what she's doing, and she's causing drama. She's not a journalist. I don't like no, she's not. She's she was put mean. on a panel. She was put on a panel, evidently, to discuss police brutality. Oh, dear Lord. And I'm sure we'll hear more about it in the coming days. But, you know, there she is discussing police brutality, acting like she makes me want to say bad words about women. Well, she's the one. Gonna... Uh, she she was the one who wrote, wrote that book, the, the Every Woman Has a Bitch Switch, you know. Yes. Which I thought was. She's also the one pretty reductive she's also the one that's been going yeah she yeah i guess i could use the word bitch if i I, no i don't want to drop to her level she's the one who's been trying to get april ryan fired and april ryan kicked out of the press pool oh my god yeah that woman has more integrity in somebody else's little finger than omarosa has in her whole body yes so (laughs) that's the only reason i mean I, i i wasn't sure if anybody else is following it but it's it's kind of a thing Omarosa misses Miss Enemies list. Remember that? Yeah, we're she, we're taking a list, making a list. You know, it, it's just it, it. Trump just puts the meanest, the meanest people he can into that White House. Yeah, meanest and dumbest. It, you know, and I'm still not. I know. I'm sure people in the chat and other people listening to this will be like, "Well, what do you expect?" and I still feel like, you know, the day that I just roll over and be like, oh, well, I'm not surprised is the day a little bit more of me dies because I still care very much. Yeah. And I want to be outraged and I want to be surprised. Well, you know, uh, yeah, you're you're not wrong. You know, I had a conversation with one of my really, uh, you know, a really great liberal coworker today. And she was, you know, we were talking about this stuff, and and I saw the look on her face, and I think she needed to get some lunch because she was saying she was really hungry before she started talking about it. Uh, but she started getting really emotional talking about Trump, and I was like, "Hey, we're gonna wait it out, but you need to go get some lunch right now." So, um, you know, but it, it was, you know, it's uh, and Susan and I in the car today, we had this conversation about: Do you ever remember a time knowing who Donald Trump was in your life? And uh, the three of us were roughly the same age, um, and we all saw Donald Trump uh, get famous in the 80s, and um, he was a guy with bad hair, and he was rich, and he was kind of a jerk, and um, I I never thought he was endearing. I always thought he was a clown. So what kind of person is it that looked up to him with admiration and thought that he would be capable or, you know, a decent human being, uh, you know, to carry on the responsibility of, of running the, free, you know, the, the greatest country in the world. It makes it, I, no sense. Well, it makes sense if, you know, now that we know what we know, you know, the things that we've learned about the Russian meddling and, mm-hmm. and you know, there's there's so many different angles to how he got there. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it before. I mean, third party people who were just like Hillary would is worse than Trump. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing just, is, he I mean, he that he got to to be the nominee for the Republican Party. That's that's the part that I mean, he shouldn't have gotten that far. But no, no, they 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 should just should have said you're not sorry, you're not up to our standards. But then again, old Reinsey, he was there. He was uh he was pulling the strings for him. And now he's not there. Oh, um, <laughs> so speaking, speaking of not there. Yes, uh, I was. That's the perfect segue for uh, what I was gonna play. What uh, I got some audio I was gonna play. 
Um, the the Mooch, Scaremoochie. Uh, well, he's been out of the limelight for a while, but SNL does their um, uh, what, what is this the the weekend updates they do kind of early before they, SNL? Yeah, they're doing a summer a summer. They did a summer edition of the weekend update last night, and I had, I did not get a chance to see it. And when I heard that you were going to snag the audio, I chose not to listen to it. Yeah, well, I want to uh, hear it here, Bill Hader. But, you know, I want to uh, say something about Scaramucci. Yeah. He's been out of the limelight for the exact same amount of days that he had his job. <laughs> wow wow so now we're just gonna bring we're gonna drag him by the shirt collars right back in um so yeah bill Hader, uh saturday night live alum uh as anthony scaramucci on the snl weekend update summer special uh here you go yo it's me anthony scaramucci the mooch <laughs> I heard you two nutless liberal ass weepays mention my name earlier, and when I hear my name three times, I appear like a Goomba Beetlejuice. <laughs> wow, well, uh, thanks for calling in, Mr. Scaramucci. So, Mooch! Mr. Scaramucci. Mooch! Were you surprised you only lasted 11 days on a job? Hell no! <laughs> Not after what I said to that ass Weepe from the New Yorker, which was all off the record, by the way. But I guess people didn't like it when I said that, and let me see if I can clean this up for prime time, Please. that Steve Bannon was trying to S his own C. <laughs> and by the by, I was completely misquoted. I didn't say that Bannon tried to S his own C. He did it. He did it. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good, bro. No, you're not good, bro. Come on. Everybody loves the mooch. You know how you miss me. I'm like human cocaine. You got a little bump on me. I made you feel excited, but I was out of your system too quick. And and now you now that I'm gone, you're all depressed and edgy and you're trying to figure out how to score some more scaramooch. <laughs> Well, I, I, I got to admit, we did hope that you stick around a little bit longer. Yeah, me too, but the mooch has no regrets, baby. All I did was sell my company, miss the birth of my child, and ruin my entire reputation. <laughs> All to be king of Idiot Mountain for 11 days. <laughs> the mooch is loose! Well, at least it all worked out. Yeah, it worked. You, you guys hiring over there? Because I'm available, you know, and, and I got jokes now. Okay, here, here's one for free. Hickory dickory dock. Steve Bannon was sucking his... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I guess you lost the call. Oh, no, they lost the call. Oh, we got to give, give him an amen <laughs> for that. That's very good. Amen! <laughs> Tip the tongue. I or tongue. Love. Tongue to tip. <laughs> I was uh, hoping they'd bring bring Hater back for that. Oh, that's a good call because that he's perfect I, for it. He was perfect, you know. And um, speaking of the mooch, this uh, since because we're going to talk about some stories, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, talk about whatever you want. Yeah, back, you're, good, you're good, huh? You're good. It's, Go it's on Scooch. Yeah. Scooch, the mooch. The mm -hmm. mooch does the scooch. The mooch. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just picturing him now, you know, squatting on, on, a, on a carpet and just dragging his butt across like a dog does. Sure. 
Oh God. <laughs> uh, you know, the article that they were talking about was was with Ryan Lizen. That's where he said all those things about Bannon. Mm-hmm. Um a couple of days after that article, there was a story that broke from the New York Times about Mike Pence running in 2020. Yeah. On, on August 8th, Ryan Lizza came out with another article. And it's called, it's basically the stuff that didn't make the first article. And in that, in that piece, um, it says here, two weeks ago when I spoke to Anthony Scaramucci, um, the same com- conversation which he pilloried several colleagues, threatened to fire his entire staff and claimed to have called the FBI to investigate the White House Chief of Staff, he offered some cryptic thoughts about Vice President Mike Pence. Quote, why do you think Nick's there, bro? Scaramucci asked me, referring to Nick Ayers, Pence's recently installed Chief of Staff. Are you stupid? Why is Nick there? Nick's there to protect the Vice President because the Vice President can't believe what the fuck is going on. <laughs> So, so yeah, I. Wow. Yeah, I think that was pretty stunning. I think that was pretty stunning because that guy Nick, he he's he's he, he's the guy you put in charge of campaigns. Yeah. And so Scaramucci knew he know he knows what's going on in that White House, or he knew. Mm-hmm. And I think among other things, they were like, "You got to go, dude." Yeah. So I just wanted to share that. No, I, I just yeah, it there. That's that's I can't a good, believe what the fuck is going on. You know, that's a that's a really good. Um, actually, that's that's a good segue too, Ryan, because uh, we also have, um, and we're probably going to revisit this throughout the night. But there is a uh, Rain and I both thought that um, Mike Pence's website had been hacked today. <laughs> 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 but it wasn't. It wasn't. There is a website out there, and I'm going to send send the link out, and I'll play some audio from it later because the the, the video is funny, but not that funny. Um, uh, but uh, yes, officialmikepence.com is uh, basically you click on it, and it says Mike Pre- Mike Pence is president, <laughs> and it has a bumper sticker image at the top, and it says Pence Christ forty six, and the the. <laughs> The the uh, motto on the top of the page. Well, it says private link. Do not share. <laughs> Almost like this is his, you know, wish wishful thinking about being the next president. And it says, "See you tomorrow." For tomorrow is now today. The forty sixth pre- president of the United States. And then it says, uh, "Mike's story." A former U.S. congressman and governor of the state of Indiana, President Mike Pence is proud to serve the white and Christian population of America for more than two decades. Born in Columbus, Indiana on June 7th, 1959, the wholesome heterosexual couple Edward and Nancy Pence, Michael <laughs> Michael Richard Pence was named after his grandfather uh, Richard, who uh, immigrated to America from the non-Muslim majority country of Ireland, settle, settling with his family in the American Midwest. So there's all kinds of links you can click on. And the first one I saw, I almost started crying. It's called What I Ate. what i ate today 46th president of the united states and it says uh friday what he ate today was breakfast three egg whites with mayonnaise vinaigrette four hard-boiled eggs unbuttered white toast corn (laughs) corn smoothie (laughs) (laughs) lunch Turkey and Swiss sandwich on white, cut in three sections. No lettuce, no tomatoes, extra mayo. Snack, 14 peanuts. 
I think when they got the picture of the sandwich cut in three sections. Yes, <laughs> they do. Who eats those? Who eats a sandwich like that? Yeah. <laughs> this is the best. Are you ready for dinner? Dinner. Dinosaur nuggets. <laughs> Mother's spaghetti. <laughs> that just sounds so disgusting. Tall, tall, glass, tall glass of milk. Late night snack. 14 peanuts. <laughs> Uh, Thursday breakfast: three loose handfuls handfuls of Cheerios, pot of coffee. <laughs> I got a picture of like the, the three piles of Cheerios. <laughs> yes, yeah. Just, just there you go. Lunch: turkey Swiss sandwich on white, cut into four sections. No lettuce, no tomatoes, mayo on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, two scoops of great Grammy. <laughs> oh my God, that's disgusting. Two scoops of great Grammy jeans ham salad. Oh, ham salad is so gross. <laughs> Snack one bite of a Granny Smith apple. <laughs> three quarters of a one jar. Bite. Three quarters of a three quarters of a jar jar of Jif creamy peanut butter. Um, dinner roasted turkey with salt, no pepper. <laughs> Mashed potatoes and ketchup. <laughs> four four ears of corn. A shot of beer. <laughs> Uh, late night snack six ears of corn <laughs> he had ten ears of corn yesterday everybody so uh, <laughs> breakfast he's feeling a little, a little stopped up yeah uh, breakfast six, six hash browns McDonald's two medium vanilla shakes McDonald's two large orange juice McDonald's in that editor's note, I don't normally eat six hash browns for breakfast, but after finding out that my breakfast meeting was was with a non-relative female, I had to abruptly cancel and head back to the White House for a briefing on Russia stuff. So, <laughs> so he's saying he bought three hash browns, a medium shake, and an orange juice for whoever he was meeting with. Yes. Because he so, can't, can't eat with the ladies in the room. He can't. He can't. Uh, and there is a section on at the top that we'll get back to uh, called Mother May I. Uh, <laughs> we'll check out in another section. Um, uh, yeah, so lunch. Uh, one and a half pound loose turkey, non-spicy. Two cups mayo for dipping. <laughs> Head of lettuce, non-shredded. Snack, three sweet... <laughs> He's chomped into it. Huh? Uh, yes. <laughs> Snack. Three Swedish meatballs. Three non-Swedish meatballs. <laughs> Dinner. Two pounds loose turkey. Extra non-spicy. <laughs> uh, four deep-fried corn balls. One half turkey sandwich. American cheese, coleslaw, mustard, and relish. And a corn seltzer. <laughs> Late night snack. Ketchup popsicle. <laughs> oh. Tuesday breakfast na lunch na snack na editors note mother and I had the rumbles in the morning so we ended up sleeping in our beds for most of the day <laughs> our beds uh, di dinner turkey and Swiss sandwich on white cut into three sections no lettuce no tomatoes extra mayo late night snack non applicable mother said no again on account of the rumbles <laughs> that could be taken any number of ways <laughs> yes uh, 
Monday uh, breakfast, one three-egg omelet with spinach, two four-egg omelets with double spinach, <laughs> 12, ounce, 12 ounces of steam. <laughs> Lunch, turkey pita with, with corn three ways, fried, boiled, and pureed. <laughs> Uh, two ounce bag. <laughs> oh, two ounce bag of flaming hot Cheetos, plain. <laughs> uh, three diet Dr. Peppers. Snack eighty three grapes. <laughs> uh, dinner eighty three. You know, Francie said in the chat room, and it's very interesting because he did the. 14 peanuts, 83 grapes. And, and yeah. I know what she's talking about. She says, it sounds like my middle, my middle daughter's diet, mainly foods with no color. She has Asperger's. Pence does not. Oh. They are writing this. They are writing this as though Pence might be a little autistic. Well, I think we know now why he got the rumbles on, on Tuesday, because listen to what he had for dinner on, on, on Monday. The beef and cheddar, Arby's, large curly fries, Arby's, large Demoka shake, Arby's, late night snack, three slices of white bread, tall glass of whole milk, one bottle of NyQuil. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, so that's what Mike Pence ate throughout whatever week. And of course, this is all. Uh, this is a parody site, and I appreciate whoever wrote this and put it out there uh, because I, I, I've got a headache from laughing so much almost. Uh, that is so funny. But, yeah, we're going to have to go look and see what, what Mother May I is later on the show. Oh, there's a section for the issues as well. Oh, there's a shop. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. You just got to that, huh? I I haven't seen the shop yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll read some more of this on the on the show. Uh, but anyway, all right. That was good. Good good, uh, good find, Rain. Very cool. Um, but yeah, let me go. I got to go wipe the tears out of my eyes. <laughs> Before we go to break, I posted yeah. a couple, couple of pictures of Sean Spicer's sad last goodbye to the white house today oh did you nice yes yes there's on, pictures on your... of him taking there's pictures of him taking photographs of the oval office reaching through painter's tape <laughs> on your facebook page it's it's i put it in the chat oh they i think that it must a must have pictures in the chat yes i think it must have blown by because they're they're buried it probably did so it probably did here uh I'll, I'll post this this one again because this right. is my favorite. Excellent. Yeah, here we All go. right. Well, I'll this look. This is for... my favorite Sean Spicer picture. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, there you go. Spicy. Well, I got a picture. Uh, I got a picture. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I got a picture of the Oval Office to share with everybody in a little bit too. I think Pete will appreciate this one as well. But uh, anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. Good score there, Rain. Um, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, lots more uh, weekend edition. Turn up the night right after. Eh, we'll say this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Ah. 
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. It's like magic talk. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, where I have dried my eyes and got myself a shot of beer in several years of corn. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> And of course, uh, joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back, Rain. I'm thinking about making some beer and corn chili. Oh, that could Cream be good. Cream of corn chili. Oh no, that's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> and of course, approved. and your bobber half joining us as well, Bobber uh, in D.C. Uh, from Four Freedoms Blog, and of course, the man who needs no jingle because he brings uh, his own music to the program. Yeah, I was actually thinking about making myself a corn smoothie to go with my corn mousse. Oh, mmm, corn uh, mousse, you say. That's so, a thing, though. And uh, a man who could probably win a corn-eating contest with Mike Pence, uh, the one and only P.S. Mueller, ladies and germs. I can inhale corn, and it I isn't pretty too. to watch. It's not. Uh, but you know no. what's pretty to listen to is your jingle. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur, P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks, which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Hey, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know you. Yeah. Welcome aboard, Pete. Hello. How is everyone? Doing well. Survive the week. Uh, yeah, with lower back pain, but yes. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, it's it's been a hard week. It's been an insane week, Pete. Yeah, never seen anything like this. You know, uh, I ordered a pizza tonight, uh, and uh, the the pizza delivery guy is uh, I've known him for for quite some years. Is a retired school school teacher, 
and uh, a union man. And uh, he and I talk uh, for a few minutes uh, whenever I bump into him. Um, and, you know, he's a North Sider, so I, I bump into him here and there. And, uh, it, you know, he, uh, it's it, 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 totally weird experience. He just turned to me and said predictably about the same thing I was about to say to him is our president is a national security risk. Uh, and he himself is a clear and present danger to the world. And uh, and I said, you get no argument from me. And uh, But here's a weird one. We're in line at Costco this afternoon. And there's a older guy, my age, maybe 70, uh, about 350 pounds. This is a big fella. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and he's looking every bit like the stereotypical Fox News devotee. And we're in line behind him, and he simply turns to me and said, you know, uh, how you doing today? And I said, well, I'm pretty good. How are you? And he goes, I'd be better if our president weren't crazy and dangerous. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Give him an amen for that. Amen. Nice. Yeah. Amen. All right, and uh, I'll just so you know, Fran- we have Francie for a reverse call-in tonight. Oh, man. I win. We all yeah, win. We do. We yeah. do. We're yeah. by, by winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, check it out. Pete Bobber's here filling in for uh, Joe tonight. How you hey, doing, Pete. Bobber? Doing well. How you doing? I don't know. You know, I've been <laughs> freaked out this week. Um, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are just simply freaked out. And, See, uh, hearing you say that kind of, and I'm sure if Joe was here, he'd be saying the same thing too. This is what makes me very uncomfortable because oh, I know man. that you guys lived through dangerous times. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys were there for the Cuban Missile Crisis. And, uh, and the people involved with that weren't necessarily stupid and crazy. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's something uh, Bob and I were talking about earlier this week. He's like, well, at least we had Kennedy then. Now yeah. we're getting all different kinds of messages from everybody in the White House, and nobody knows which hand is pulling on whose Bannon's cock. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just the thing, you know. I mean, we're, we're already grappling with basically, you know, the, the, the executive branch's green light for racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and in, in order to change the narrative, you know, he starts threatening a crazy man with nukes. Another, you know, another crazy man with nukes. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I posted this on Facebook. I've noticed this in, in, in footage, just B-roll footage. Uh, both of those guys, Trump walking along by himself and uh, Kim uh, Jong-un walking by himself they walk along and they applaud themselves while they yes. do it. both of them do this yes well and yes that's yeah. got to be about as creepy as creepy be well and there's a youtube channel out there that i recommend everybody check out called asian boss and uh hmm. they have they have a lot of videos on there of what people in different asian countries think of americans or what they think of North Koreans, or you know, uh, you know, just what you know, what they think about other countries, and they have one mm-hmm. video that's really fascinating from a few weeks back, and uh, mm-hmm. I would, and dare I say, it was a little prescient. Prescient. Uh, 
here and there um, because they were interviewing three young men who left North Korea, and now I, I believe both of them, or all three of them, live in uh, South Korea, and two of them visited the United States after, you know, living in that country with. That must have blown their minds. Yeah, it, it yeah, yeah, and in you know it's subtitled, uh, but it's like a 20, 30 minute long video, and it's totally worth watching. Just go to Asian Boss on YouTube, and you'll just go back a few weeks, and you'll be able to find it. Um, okay. But they were talking about, and I'll, I'll find the link and I'll share it with everybody too. Um, but they, the one fascinating thing in it uh, was one of the young men was saying when North Korea would get food aid from the UN or the US, um, yeah. Kim Jong Un would say, "Well, this is because I'm such a great leader that you know that's how I got this for us." I bet he's basically saying he took it from the UN or he took it from the US. And mm-hmm. I know it's it's right. slightly it's slightly different, but it's still the same kind of mentality with what Trump just said about the Russian diplomats being expelled by um uh, by Putin where mm-hmm. he he said he, he was thankful he thanked Putin for helping him cut the budget. Well, uh, you know, you know but I, cut, man, cut payroll. I, I, I will Did you buy. See that? I, I will buy intentional sarcasm on that, but uh, nonetheless, that's a terrible reaction either way. I it's don't a, buy intentional stu- sarcasm. I'm it's sorry, a stupid. Though. Yeah, it's a stupid reaction because you know they still work for the State Department. They're not that's, off the payroll. Yeah, we don't that's have a state idiot. Department. Well, Trump will probably well, we, find a way yeah. to to get rid of him. I'm sure Tillerson will get rid of him. Well, we had, so, we no longer have anybody at the foreign desk. You know, I mean, the State yeah. Department is full of vacancies. We don't do diplomacy anymore. Well, and that's, and that's the why world this whole thing was so dangerous. And to me, yeah. even if it even if it was intentional sarcasm or not, this is the thing: mm-hmm. is it reminded me of of Kim Jong Un's reaction was that hey, this is great. Look, I'm making America great again kind of thing. And, and, yeah, right. and, yeah. and all his followers aren't going to get that sarcasm. Putin's not mm-hmm. going to get that sarcasm. I've talked about that before. Yeah, there's one thing yeah. that Russians are known, uh, you know, are not known for, and that's understanding, you know, American sarcasm. Um, right. You know, sarcasm does not translate. It is lost in translation, no. as it were. No, um, it so When we're I'm, talking about so, Russia... And Korea, and and now Venezuela. Um, yeah. This is not the time to even be remotely no. sarcastic from not the commander in chief. Yeah, and uh, just one one final yeah. one final th- thing on this is that. Um, and let me see if I can remember what it was. Um, there, there's um, uh, when oh yeah, and and this is this is really okay. Again, and I say, I do this all the time, and I shouldn't, but there was a smart way to handle this. There was a very smart simple common sense way to handle it and say Hmm. well it's unfortunate because we want to try and strengthen our relationship with russia because they claim they do but uh you know uh we'll we'll respect uh you know the you know putin's wishes and it it is unfortunate we have to let these diplomats go but you know in the end i guess it'll help our bottom line that could have been a way to to do it Slightly yeah, yeah. more tactfully and get the same point across. Well, that's because you're a thinking man, Ken. Yeah, uh, see, 
I get myself in trouble. Yeah, see, this guy doesn't even know what he's going to say from one moment to the next. Oh, that's, that's uh, you know, what, exactly, Pete. I mean, what he said about this thing where, thanks, because, you know, it saves us money. Like Bob said, that doesn't mean Putin fired them. Yeah. And, you know, there's another part to this story. Of all those people that are supposedly being expelled, right. an awful lot of them are actual Russians who right. work, you know, um, they work for the embassies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of mm-hmm. ancillary jobs. So he's yeah. putting an awful lot of Russians out of work. Yeah. People who help diplomacy. Yeah. 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 Um, it's-, it's the same thing when he said, you know, the fire, the fire and the fury we found out later nobody expected him to say that in the in the White House. Nobody no. expected you know, he, him he, to do that. He's got to tell, uh, you know, a real obvious tell. Whenever he he starts doing the thing where he's jutting his jaw out and baring his lower teeth. Yes. Uh, the the uh, you know the uh, word salad threat is about to emerge from that. That gibbering flap. Yeah. Don't forget the sharp inhales, yeah. too. Yeah, right. He's, been, yeah, he's yeah. been doing that a lot the past couple of days. A lot. And yeah. he sounds very, very... Because we were listening to him before the show. We eaten dinner, decided to put on CNN. And I noticed it last night, and I noticed it again today. He sounds... And and take, in, con, take into consideration that I'm talking about Trump. We've listened to Trump. I get him. He mm-hmm. sounds agitated, even for Trump. Well, he's cornered. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the Bob Mueller. Um, you know, and Charlie Pierce has been writing well about this on the Esquire blog. Yeah, but you know, the, the, the Trump doesn't really have the capacity to grasp the enormous machinery uh, at work in the Justice Department. Uh, uh, and it's and it's about to become a huge grinder. And uh, um, and he, all he knows is he's cornered and he's desperate to change the subject, hence Korea. Uh, and uh, Bob Mueller, uh, you know, and not to mention Eric Schneiderman in New York, you know, who's preparing to drop a shitload of... Uh, yes, I guess, sir, he uh, is. Yeah, and, uh, yes. you know, the it, and, you know Trump, you know, I mean, he's dangerous when cornered because he's stupid and, and has a, you know, an ugly, psychotic personality. Other than that, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, you my. know, <clears throat> today, um, today it came to the attention of all of us that Trump's personal assistant, um, something Graf, I can't remember her, I don't have it right in front of me, but Trump's personal, his longtime assistant, mm-hmm. who worked with him at the Trump Organization, and after he got elected, it was basically, it was known among many circles that if you wanted to get a hold of Trump, because Trump doesn't email, he doesn't do any of that stuff. You I call, don't believe he can type. He, mm. he can barely type. Kofefe, no. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Rona Graf. Rona Graf, okay. she was mentioned in the Donald Trump Jr. emails, where this guy, Mr. Rosenst- Rosenstein, Rodenstein, yeah. Rosenstein. Yeah. He, he told Trump Jr., he's like, look, I could go through Rona with this information, but it's sensitive, so I wanted to come to you first. Mueller hmm. is looking, Mueller wants to talk to Rona Graf. You know, and in, she uh, is the holder 
of a lot of secrets about the Trump organization. Well, and mm-hmm. you know, one thing that we haven't even addressed tonight, which is probably producing quite amount, uh, quite a great amount of nervous charts, is uh, the early morning raid last month on Paul Manafort's home. Oh yeah, yeah. I like on, that. On not just his home, but his bedroom door. Ooh, yeah. what a fun, was, sexy time for him. <laughs> yeah, it was a no-knock warrant. That's awkward. He gets up. He's got you know morning wood, and he's got to stand there. And, <laughs> what a fun, sexy time for you. <laughs> so, uh, so he had Polly Walnuts. Polly <laughs> Walnuts. You know, I heard uh, uh, Comey had a, qu- uh, a quote on that. Lordy, I hope there are tapes. Uh, so of the... Uh, <laughs> you know, I, for some reason, there, Paul Manafort strikes me as the type of guy that walks around in a smoking jacket. You know, yeah. You know, silk pajamas. In silk pajamas. He yep. kind of looks like he could be John Boehner's brother, really. It's like John yeah. Boehner's stunt double. So. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and... But they they I, took stuff out of that they took stuff out of that condo that was bank records and yeah they they got a lot of good stuff. Okay, and let me now, ask let me ask all of you one question. Sure. Who's who's going to prison first, Mike Flynn or Paul Manafort? Bobber, what do you think? Boy, that's that's a good question. I um, I think Flynn is probably probably turning state's evidence. Yeah. I agree. Because I, I, I think they, they they probably have more more direct damning evidence on him, and and so he's probably going to go. You know yeah. what? I'm going to cooperate. Yeah, I I'm thinking that uh, that uh, uh, Flynn is a stoolie, and uh, you I know, think that Flynn flipped already. He's a rat. See, see. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think that I think that Manafort will do time. I think that we'll find out that Manafort will do less time because he is going to. He is going to to work with the feds. Yeah, he's well, going to sing like a canary. Yeah, I mean, no, that, because there are rumors out there that that said that he was trying desperately to get a deal with either the Senate or the or the House committees mm-hmm. that were investigating this, and right. and this was months ago, and they all said no, no thanks. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bobber, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was just going to say in the, that article where the um, they did the raid on his house that he. I think his lawyer said, "Well, we've been cooperating all along. We've got them everything they want." So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I think he's, you know. Well, here, here's he'll a, probably have, he'll probably have to give up more to get a get a deal. Yeah. Because they already have him him to write dead to rights. Here's a quick yeah. uh, story from Law News. I want to just read a little bit from um, from Ron Blitzer. Uh, uh, no relation to a uh, Wolf Blitzer. The lesser Blitzer. He might be related to Wolf Blitzer. Um, I don't know. Yes, Blitz. Um, so, uh, but the article written by Ron Blitzer uh, says, "In a desperate move, Trump lawyer challenges legality of Manafort raid." And um, let me see. Someone been Dowd, right? Uh, yes, yes, John Dowd. Uh, but here it says the. Yeah. Uh, well, what says, a piece of work is Dowd. It says, uh, John, uh, yeah, um, Fox News reported uh, on an email sent by Dowd to a Wall Street Journal reporter that slammed what had been reported as a no-knock warrant in a case that didn't necessarily require one. Um, (laughs) 
And it says, indeed, no-knock warrants are usually issued in situations where authorities are concerned that should they provide notice to the owner of the property, evidence could be destroyed or traps could be set for officers (laughs) before entering the premises. Uh, This happens frequently with drug busts, not necessarily with former campaign managers who are already cooperating with an investigation. Now doubt is claiming that it wasn't just unusual, but also illegal. Um, So... We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I have a feeling doubt. Mueller. I have a feeling Mueller probably knew what the fuck he was doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, why is Why is Dowd trying to act like he's a defense lawyer to Manafort? That's a good question. That's a because really they're good scared. Question. Because they're, they're, they're scared to, to death. They're just trying to cast, you know, cast the uh, investigation in a bad light. You know, make yeah. it look like yeah. They want to make some, some evidence some inadmissible. They right. want to make evidence yeah. inadmissible by saying that it was gathered illegally. Right. And I think the no-knock warrant was was warranted if they think that that uh, he's going to, you know, hit hit uh, reformat on his hard drive. You know, when they're walking up the driveway or exactly. set traps. He could have set traps like Home Alone. You know, <laughs> a bucket of water over the door. Yeah. <laughs> Something else was interesting about this no-knock warrant. They didn't just show up, but they showed up wearing like the bulletproof vests. They showed up waiting for, like, like you would show up going to do a no-knock on a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. That is and so cool. I found that very interesting. Yeah. I found that very interesting because I don't think that... I've looked at I've looked at the Paulie Walnuts. He looks like a New Yorker. Um, mm-hmm. He, he's, yeah, he's, he looks like, like to somebody, like, you know, like dug up Victor Mature. <laughs> You know, and pumped him full of wax and put a, put a suit on him. You know, I mean, he's uh, dealt with really. He's he's. I could see them feeling like, yeah, maybe we need to get some bulletproof vests. The guy yeah. probably has guns in his house. It is interesting though that they had John Dowd, uh, you know, uh, snarling uh, from you know the uh, stage right and stage left simultaneously, and and they're they're always. Their default response to all of this is, we'll just bully louder and harder. So um, yeah, here's, that's... I don't know if anybody has mentioned this, um, but mm. I, I find this quite interesting in the timeline that um, Kushner was questioned by the Senate on mm-hmm. July 24th. The raid on uh, Manafort's house was on the 26th. I didn't know that. I don't know if they would have yeah, had enough neither. time to get that info to Mueller, but... Uh, well, um, true, true. Um, but, uh, it, you know, um, it's just interesting. But that is interesting. <laughs> and and also, do you know the other thing that happened today yeah. with with um, Manafort? He he got a new lawyer. Oh, uh, they ever, oh did, I didn't know that. Did his lawyer get yeah, a lawyer he, like Trump's lawyer? <laughs> no, he. Um, I can't remember the original firm that he had, but that firm was let go, and he hired a boutique firm that deals with defending financial law breaking. Mm-hmm. And it's a very small boutique firm here in D.C. where that's the only thing that they do is they defend law breaking of finances or try to, you know, yeah, make it sense. So his big law firm is out. Which says mm. to me, yeah, something big is happening. If you're switching lawyers this late in the game, two weeks after the FBI showed up at your condo, on the 
waterfront in Old Town, Virginia. And let's also um, not forget in the timeline too Trump's tweets uh, that were uh, trashing yeah. the uh, director of the FBI. Um, who was the McCabe. acting uh, McCabe? Yeah, it was so, McCabe, I think. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, it was. So, the, yeah, he, on so the this same was a day, on the day of the raid. Yeah, the thing is, and I think this is important. It was a pre-dawn raid, and Trump tweeted his Mishikabob well after the sun rose, which means he got a phone call. Oh, saying he sure this did. Went down. Yeah, we have a collect yeah. call from Polly Walnuts. Will you accept the charges? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and the, the fact that his lawyer, the law firm he 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 chose, deals with financial malfeasance, says that this is squarely he's squarely going after the money laundering. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is, which is and where everybody, everybody is going to have to surrender their taxes at some point or another, even Trump. Um, I have a feeling that Mueller already has them. I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Because there's been a lot of talk about how... What do you think, Bobber? Bob? Do you think Bob Mueller already has everybody's taxes? Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I I would think so. I mean, I, Yeah, I would too. I, 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 you think that would be the first thing they go for? Yeah, definitely. And then I mean, see how see how much the reality matches up with what they followed with the IRS because that's another avenue of of uh, prosecution is you know falsifying your tax reports. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially with all that money that both Manafort and Flynn just kind of like these millions that they just sort of like mm, neglected to mention. Uh, mm-hmm. Wouldn't the IRS want a piece of that or, or an explanation? That's more than tax avoidance. I mean, yeah. people have gone to jail for less than that. Right. Yeah. It's how they got Capone. Yeah. All right. Well, there have on, been requests uh, made from the Finchin part of the Treasury. Okay. Well, and the, the Finchin. Okay. I'm sorry. I know we have to go to break, but I think that they have it because the fin, FinCEN is the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network of the. That's right. Yeah. And. Mueller's team has talked to them. Um, uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. On on that note, we do have to run to the break. It's uh, it is time. Uh, but uh, when we come back, we're going to get into some name calling. Our girl Friday Rain will read uh, uh, everybody's uh, name in the chat, and of course, any birthdays. Please let us know. And we're going to have Franchi say it, Pete. Franchi. On reverse calling, so everybody Ranchy, hang who tight. Loves you? Who loves you, baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Bobber will be with us uh, for the rest of the show, sitting in for uh, Joe as well. So everybody, hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night on Indie Media Weekly right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, August 10, 2017. Evidence for a changing climate abounds from the top of the atmosphere to the depths of the ocean, and Americans are feeling the effects of climate change right now. Federal scientists leak climate assessment report. Just because we pulled out of the Paris Accord doesn't mean we don't believe in climate protection. Trump administration officially files to withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement, but may want to stay in. 
EPA report proves environmental regulations don't hurt the economy. Plus, good news. Keeping Obama's climate policies would save Americans $350 billion. <laughs> All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It was released and leaked out of fear the Trump administration could change or suppress the report. So we now live in a world where climate science has to be leaked. Where are we going to have our local weather from? Whistleblowers in a shadowy garage? <laughs> Welcome to my world. This is your Green News Report. It's going to be unseasonably warm this weekend. Highs in the low 90s. You didn't hear it from me. Okay, Desi Doyen, what a world. We are now <laughs> leaking climate reports because we're afraid that the President of the United States will not sign off on actual science. Yeah, that's right. 13 federal agencies have offered the strongest conclusions yet that human activity is altering the planet's temperature. Federal scientists released a final draft version of the sweeping federal report to the New York Times, reportedly to ensure that its conclusions receive the widest possible public attention and to preempt any potential changes by Trump administration political appointees. The National Climate Assessment compiled every four years by law. In it, the scientists warn that burning fossil fuels is already driving a steep increase in extreme weather disasters like heat waves, droughts, and floods, and in rising sea levels that are impacting Americans now in every single state, saying, quote, humanity is conducting an unprecedented experiment with the Earth's climate system. There are no alternative explanations. So this was leaked to the, uh, to the media because they were concerned that the administration might change it before the administration must approve it in about a week or two. Yes, the report directly contradicts everything that President Trump and his administration have said about global warming. That final approval is due August 18th, and it will be interesting to see how and if anything changes. And if they sign it, oh, what a tangled web we weave. Just one or two more points from that report. It concludes that recent decades have been the warmest in 1,500 years. The average temperature in the U.S. has risen rapidly since 1980, and human activities are responsible for the majority of the global temperature increase since 1950. They warn that unless carbon emissions are cut now, global temperatures will continue to rise with increasingly dire effects on the lives of all Americans. Oh, man, they can't approve that. August 18? Yep. We'll be watching. Meanwhile, the Trump administration this week informed the United Nations that it still intends to withdraw the U.S. from the historic Paris Climate Agreement, but in the meantime, it intends to keep its seat at the negotiating table, in part to, quote, work with other countries to help them access and use fossil fuels more cleanly and efficiently. Oh, I'm sure those other countries will welcome them very much. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Nikki Haley on the Today Show this this week said that the Trump administration's withdrawal from the Paris Climate Agreement doesn't mean they don't actually believe in climate protection. We're not saying that climate change is not real. It is real. It's how do you have that balance between making sure you've got jobs and businesses moving and then also making sure you protect your climate. Actually, a new Columbia University study debunks those false assertions. The study found that the Obama administration's climate policies would, if left in place, actually save Americans more than $340 billion 
billion a year by 2030 from avoiding the costs of environmental damage from climate change, like damage to agricultural growing regions, for example, and savings on health care costs, and that the policies would spur innovation, which spurs jobs. Finally, Trump's own EPA just debunked Trump on the cost of environmental regulations. A new report from the EPA mandated by law that was released this week proves that environmental regulations don't hurt the economy. The EPA touts that since the passage of the Clean Air Act in 1970, the U.S. economy has more than tripled, the amount of energy used has surged along with the population, and at the same time, the levels of six major toxic pollutants have declined dramatically, with Americans suffering fewer unhealthy air quality days than ever before, and with visibility at our national parks improving substantially. Don't waste their time with facts, figures, numbers, and provable statistics. You ought to know that by now, Desi Doyen. Hmm. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. This is Indy Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I don't have a honky drop here. Nuclear is just the, the power, the devastation is very important to me. Yeah. Game over. Uh, all right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And, of course, uh, joining us, as always, uh, P.S. Mueller out of the wilds of Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, please check out psmueller.com. Hi. Welcome back. Mm, I love you all. We love you, too, Pete. And, uh, and uh, of course, Garsh. Uh, Garsh. And of course, sitting in for uh, sitting in for uh, uh, our good friend Joe Santoris, who's taking the night off, is uh, the one and only Bob Rouse, uh, Bobber in DC. Of course, we play all lots of his great music here on the show, and he also does some fine writing um, in his own right over at uh, um, uh, fourfreedomsblog.com. Thank you. I haven't I haven't written anything really good lately, but well. Yeah, well, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> I, I, yeah, this this week I kind of I snoozed on it this week because we had car trouble and I had to take care of that. So, mm. you, you know, something to... like car trouble can just plain you know take your knees right out from over you. Yeah, we got. I to understand that. Yeah, screws up a, your whole day. Oh, get, yeah. our, get our tie rod fixed in our car, uh, but it's not ready to just blow up or anything. So that's good. And of course, uh, you should listen to Car Trouble by Adam Ant because uh, it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Susan has a ticket to go see Adam Ant at House of Blues in Cleveland coming up. Oh, nice! So, awesome. Yeah, fun. 
So uh, her and her friend Shannon are gone to see that. And Did you uh, play ant, ant music? Uh, one would hope. I don't know what he's going to play. I, I I should probably go look at you know see what some set lists have been uh, recently, so I can tell her what to uh, brush up on the lyrics for. Um, uh, Thirty two shoes. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's so stupid. overplayed. Um, oh so uh, I like Picasso <laughs> and the Planet of the Apes. Personally, is uh, my my favorite song by him. Um, that's a great tune. Or Xerox Machine. That's a good one. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, B side baby. God damn it! I love all this stuff. Why am I? Why am I not going to that show? Why do girls like horses? <laughs> why do girls like horses? Is it because they're round or six feet off the ground? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, Rain. Here's a song that I don't have to sing. I can just play it for you. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. Oh, I got to play this other thing. I'm multitasking here. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Yeah, so uh, there you go, Rain. Uh, Have at it. Greetings. 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 Hello. (laughs) Um, Sorry about that. That's just creeped me out all week. Oh, yeah, Gorky. Gorky pig. (laughs) So in tonight's chat room, we have the real Adam Hebert. That's right. We have Bobber DC. Not that guy walking around in an Adam Hebert suit. Yeah, we had, I think we had some Michigan Bob. There's a fake Adam Hebert out there, you know. Uh, There actually was. was. I think he was jettisoned. Okay. Uh All right. If he comes back, he's going to feel the fire and the fury of Kenny Pick. Bam. Man. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So anyway, we have the real Adam Hebert. We have Bobber DC. We have Francie. We have Jake Collie. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. We have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Miles in South Florida. We have Moon Mare. Peter in San Francisco. President. Myself. Rocky Mountain Mike. Theo. Tim Cormel, Trojan Rabbit, and I know earlier we had Sandy and Durwood. I think that she left because she's on her way to Denver for the Sexy Liberal Show. And uh, am I missing anybody? You know, that's the Mile High City. Well, hopefully she'll get high. Yeah. I do not. I I do not have. uh, I don't think there are any other folks. Wasn't there somebody that just had to leave? Oh, Garbsky was here. Yeah, Garbsky. Garbsky was here. Um, I hope I'm catching everybody. Yeah, I think you got everybody. So. Um, so um, tonight we have, I don't know if you caught this, but I did see that Francie's friend, or I think Francie's friend Cindy Lou had a birthday, but this week Clinster had a birthday. Ah. So. Okay. Just so, thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, wait, who was that again? I'm sorry. I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to make uh, everybody who's not a mod a mod right now. <laughs> okay. Um, so but um, say Francie that again. said that her friend Cindy Lou is having a birthday. Okay, Cindy Lou. Who? But I also know that Clinster had a birthday this week. Yes, we we got Clinsters. I think it was but we Wednesday. Could, we, 
yeah, he, he was on uh, reverse calling with us for his birthday. Did we give fact. him the birthday boner then? We did, but we can we can double up. So okay. he, he's a long time, first time. Well, now a long time, many time. Uh, so, but uh, all right, yeah. So for C- uh, Cindy Lou and uh, Clintster, once again, we'll double up just to, to make an extra special of a birthday week for him. Happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. Uh, and Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. There we go. Happy birthday, Cindy Lou, and once again, Clinster. Um, and uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, I just finally, it took me a while. If, if I seem distracted for the last like 15 minutes, it's because uh, Rocky Mountain Mike said he sent me something to my old email. And this seems very exciting, and it's funny because you just did the Sebastian Gorka reference, um, because he sent me, and this is this is something that he he knows about me, is that I absolutely and Adam as well absolutely love the CBS Radio Mystery Theater, which ran from the early to mid seventies to the early nineteen eighties um, on hey CBS Radio. And mm-hmm. he sent me something called Gorka CBS Mystery Theater. Oh no! Cool. Uh, so it's in. It's apparently the opening with Sebastian Gorka. So here we go. Greetings. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. All right, we got to give it, give an amen to uh, Rocky Mountain Mike for that. Amen. So uh, very nice, very nice. Amen. We'll, uh, amen. I'll share that with uh, Adam Hebert as well because he's a big, big fan. Uh, but yeah, so uh, and I, I think Mike's a big fan of uh, uh, old time radio as well. So uh, all right, well I'll tell you what. Um, we, we better try and get Francie on right now because I know we've had issues getting her on in the past. Just so everybody knows, once we get Francie on, we, if, if we can't get her added to this call, and I'm hoping we can, um, that's going to be stellar. But if not, you, you you might hear a few seconds of silence after I dump the call. Yep, see, there it is. There it is. I wonder if maybe yep. Francie just tries to call us. Try to call us, Francie. Um, uh, try to call us, Francie, and then I'll see if I can add her to the call, and that that won't mess things up. Um, but uh, or call me, call me, call me. That is me. Can somebody please? You have shut me? me up. I'm I'm ready yeah. for Francie, and uh, yeah, you know she must be on. Yeah. So I I just don't understand. She's she has the same problem. Yeah, you see, there it goes. It's it's gonna put this call on hold. So I'm gonna have to uh, not. Uh, You're gonna get dumped. Yeah. So all right, let me see okay. what happens. So we'll, I'll talk to you guys in a couple minutes. So uh, Francie, you there? Yes. Excellent. Here I am. All right. Well, I gotta try and add okay. the rest of the group in here because I answered oh. your call, but I couldn't add you to the call. So oh give me God. give me one second, sure. And um, see if uh, I thought I heard somebody else there for a second, huh. and okay. um, yeah, no, it's still that call's still on hold. Let me see if I can just hang up on that call. So okay, okay. there we go. That worked. 
And okay. um, but yeah, so how's your day? How's your day going so far? Oh, it's going. You know. Yeah. I'm terrified of being incinerated. <laughs> I I am as well. Oh God. So, I can't watch it. It's too much. <laughs> it is too much. Uh, don't don't call me out on drops right now because I'm getting everybody no, no, else no, back I know. on the you call. Gotta get the gang. So uh, it looks like oh hey yes rain is back. Yes, I see rain. And Hi Francie. Hi Dolly. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. So we got Bob. Now we're just waiting for Pete. Okay, right. We got, Hi Bob. Hello. And Pete. Uh, Pete is all. Pete is no almost back. He's not I quite back. We're getting him. Yeah, hey, Francie. Hey, Bob. Bob. <laughs> Rob, Bob. Bob, Bob. It doesn't matter. We should all be here together. Bada bing, bob, boom. Uh-oh. Bada bing, bob, boom. The chat on, room PS. got disconnected. Uh, well, well, you know, we're um, uh, but here, let's do this well, in the interim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so let me let me try and give him another uh, quick jingle here, uh, but okay. yeah, Francie, it's a uh, it, it, it it of course is definitely too much, but I, I but Pete, you're back. There you are. I am. All right, so very good. Yes. Bob, Bobber and I were having a special moment when you interrupted. Aww. Aww, that's so <laughs> nice. I'm so sorry. I had to cut that call short. Um, but uh, but. Francis, Hello. Say it again. Hey, how's my snazzy guy? <laughs> <laughs> You're a killing dealer, P.S. I, I try in my own small, confused way. Yes, you do. <laughs> Everybody does. We must resist, resist. Resist Amen, we much. Yes. It's too much. And, yeah. and it's stupid. Oh, it is. No, it's here. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, who's here? Everybody's here now. Everybody's okay. here. All right. Just want to make sure that you know that the oars are on both sides of the boat here. Okay. Yeah. When, yeah. You, when when you hear me playing drops, I'm not panicked. To try and get everybody else back on the call. So then I'm okay. playing drops. So All right. <laughs> I'm once again comfortable in my own audio skin. Oh, nice. That's I a think good we. Thing. I, I think we should hear uh, Rocky Mountain Mike's uh, Sebastian Gorka CBS Radio Mystery Theater one more time before. Oh, uh, so, because uh, it's only 20 seconds. Okay. Greetings. Papa. <laughs> scary. Uh, I think we should. Hell? Yeah. Awesome. Greetings. Yeah, I'm gonna have to use that for like a Halloween bumper. That's nice. Because <laughs> he is, he is a fucking monster. Yes, he is. So with his smart, smart ass talking accent there. Yeah. What a- <laughs> I hate the way that guy talks. I'm sorry. I want to slap him. You know what? Who I I love nose. He, you know, like he's uh, so superior. Here, here's oh. the thing. Here's the thing. There are certain people. I love. I love just about every accent there is out there to have. I don't. Right. I'm not. I'm not. I don't discriminate against accents. I happen to love British British accents. 
you know, in all their various forms, you know, whether it be Cockney or, you know, really proper kind of, you know, the Queen, yes, hello, rather, you know, you know, but, but, you know, when you get people like Sebastian Gorka or that, or Stuart Varney or the, the, um, Peter Pan kid, um, whatever the fuck his name is, um, you know who I'm talking about. I always forget his name and it's good. Milo, Milo. Yes. Um, Milo, my, hold on, Milo. Yeah, they're holier than thou. I'm better than you. You stink. My shit don't stink. Ugh. It was the same. When they speak, it's the same reaction. I when I have when I hear like Sarah Palin or Dana Loesch, or I hear Louis Louis Gohmert with his whimsy and down hominess. It's like you're ruining. You're fucking ruining the accent. You fucking fuck. Yes, and my asparagus is very embarrassed. Uh, the the all the aspersions uh, uh, on uh, yeah, it is just you know just everywhere. You should see You know, uh, Louis Gormit uh, Gormit is made out of corn. Yes, <laughs> I think he's a corn smoothie. Yes, yeah, yeah. with tongue. raisins. Yeah, yeah. Raisins aspersions on my yeah. asparagus. <laughs> yes, aspersions on my asparagus. So, uh, but yeah, so oh yeah, when you hear Sarah Payne, oh don't you know? Oh yeah, don't you know? You know, and and then <laughs> say, oh if God didn't want to see the animals, why would he make them out of meat? Don't you know? Fuck you. Yeah, be nice to vegetarians. No, just fuck you. Be nice to vegetarians, you asshole. Yeah. I mean, seriously, meat eaters to vegetarians are worse than ex-smokers to smokers. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's their fucking life. Calm yeah. your silly yeah. ass down, do what you're going to do, and let them do what they want to do. Yeah. Oh, my live God. Live live, Kenny. But then, then again, there are some hardcore vegans I've bumped into, uh, or vegetarians, that they see me eating some junk food or something like that, and they make me feel like a piece of shit. And then I'm like, you know what? I stick up for you. Don't do that to me. You know, I I, I got to tell you, you know, I uh, I quit smoking eight years ago, oh, and nice. and uh, you know, I have never, ever, ever told anyone what to do. You know, Thank and. You. Uh, I don't do that. But, you know, about eight years ago, I was at a small gathering with a friend who had recently divorced. And her new boyfriend Uh made a point. I had a cigarette in my hand. And I was Uh standing out on the back deck. And I was smoking. This is 10 years ago. I'm 56 years old, you know. And this... This this new vegan, super vegan uh, boyfriend of Uh my friend, you know... Uh, didn't know me from Adam, says, oh, excuse me. And I said, yeah, what? And he said, do you know that smoking is bad for your health? Oh, dear fucking God. You know, and you could have heard a pin drop in this entire party. Everybody just went, and um, and I I looked at him, and I said, no. I never heard of it. I thought smoking was good for you. I smoked all my. I did, you know. I, I love smoking. Smoking is 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 better than existence. Did you and, say? You know, did, did you tell them more doctors prefer camel cigarettes than any other? Than- I said all that shit. 
And uh, and then I I immediately you know turned to Deb and said, "Honey, let's go home." <laughs> and we I left. Just, you know, you know what? what I would have said to that fucker? I would have said. <laughs> Might have gone a little longer than that, though. <laughs> no, I've I've had that conversation before too, Pete. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's like, yeah, and. <laughs> Yes. It, it's it's not even. I think Francie just dropped out on us. Oh, Francie, Francie. I, mm. I just, yeah. she's still in the call, but it looks like something went goofy. Mm. But yeah, I've had those conversations where it's like, because I, I do. So, I do. Hello. Smoke. Francie knows this. Bob knows this. I got dropped. You're back. You're back. Baby. You're back. We but you any, up. anyway, uh, rewind yeah. a second there, Rain, because I, I smoke too. So just so everybody I is smoked. clear. My husband just quit five years ago. Yeah. So well, I still Francie currently knows, smoke. Francie knows that I smoke, and I've had those. Yes. I don't want to say they were conversations. They were people who didn't know me, who were yeah. like, you know, that's really bad for you. And I have, uh, I have actually in the past been like, um, I know that. Yep. But thank you for your concern. Yep. And and it's just anybody who smokes knows. Yep. For Christ's sakes, yes. Oh, we yeah. should all quit. acutely aware of it at all times. Yeah, we should quit. Right. And yeah, yeah. the, the well, idea of some stranger coming up to you, Pete, being like, "Oh, it's bad for you." Dick oh, move. I, I imagine that dude having a Sebastian Gorka voice. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, I, I mean, that's like you know what that reminds me of is that the the well, I used to work at a grocery store when I was a vegetarian. And um, I was at the deli, and I was getting some cheese. And, of course, I, I always made sure that they cleaned the slicer. <laughs> you know, I wasn't a dick about it. I just made sure that I, I was going and getting the cheese sliced on the slicer before, you know, or after they cleaned it. Um, yeah. But, you know, and, and this... And I was in, you know, uh, this, this woman who was working at the deli, she was, like, really, really, really... And I, I'm not saying this to shame her. She was really, really morbidly obese, and mm. and I was I was at probably my th- just about my thinnest, other than being like maybe 16 or 17. And she um, she said to me, uh, you know, she's like, "You're a vegetarian, huh?" And I said, "Yeah." And she's like, "You got to eat meat, or you're gonna get sick." <laughs> and I See, this is where it's like you don't want to judge. You no, don't want to judge. I don't want to judge, but I was but, thinking thinking you probably have a greater chance of getting sick, not losing weight, and continuing to eat meat than me not eating meat and finding alternative protein sources at the young age of 22. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to get sick. I mean, you know, it, was, it, it, it seems kind of like the same thing, you know, peating experience, except the flip, you know, flip of the coin there. So... Mm. We're still having problems yeah. with Francie. We, we we're losing Francie here. So Francie is dropping. She's hitting the trampoline and she's bouncing back up, so we can catch her like we're all Cirque du Soleil. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Look, all she's right, back, so, I think. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, get her back in here, but you, we we know how it goes adding people to the call. So we might. Yeah, it says it's busy. 
So um, maybe she'll be able to jump back in. If not, um, we're we're not going to be able to because uh, yeah, we, we we got going got to get going to the break. But it was good having I her think, on for I a moment. I think there's something continue, to be please. said about judging and being empathetic. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you know, yeah, big difference. You know, it, I have friends who I have many friends who don't smoke. Most mm-hmm. of us probably do. Who they're empathetic to the fact that I smoke, and they know that I try not to smoke around them. If they have kids, I walk mm-hmm. away. I, you know, even when we have our party, mm-hmm. if there are kids in the backyard, I will go to the front. If there are kids in the front yard, I'll go. I, I don't smoke around kids. That's like one of my big rules. Same here. I, I was the same way. Yeah. But it's it's empathy because yeah, you know, it, it's not easy. It's not easy to quit. And anybody who quits will it's, tell me uh, that. You know, I, you know, I, 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 I was in to see my doctor about a month ago, and uh, and I said I'd like a prescription, please. And she says, oh, for what? And I said, I would like two hundred and seventy-five thousand cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, uh, and I said that should hold me, you know. And uh, you know, I'm angry that smoking is bad for you because smoking is wonderful. Yeah, yeah I, but, hear, I hear that, brother. Uh, I got to a point where I said, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I just can't. You know, and that was a personal decision. It was nobody else's. Okay, well, here we go. I, I have uh, one part. I have a parting shot from Francie and before we go to the break. And we're going to change change topics and get ready. We're going to load load up uh, for Mad Libs. But Francie says, uh, I told her, I said, sorry, Francie, we got to keep rolling. We'll get you back on soon. And she says, that's Okay. Skype sucks moose penises. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> so don't say and and uh, Peter in San Francisco says don't say moose penis in this house. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> really doesn't matter what kind. Just don't say it. Well, he's right. He is right. What if we say orangutan penis or banana penis? Don't say penis in this house. Oh, so that penis. That's a mouthful. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bobber for the win for parting shot on this hour. We're going to come right back. <laughs> and finish off the show. <laughs> One okay. hour. Of course, yeah, we're going to. I will collect, uh, start thinking of adjectives, adverbs, uh, nouns, and other stuff. I'm switching up. The, I'm doing cool Mad Libs tonight. It's cool Mad Libs. Yeah, they so. better be. They better goddamn well be cool. They they better be like yeah. ten Fonzie cool. Um, How might be for? Yeah. So all right, uh, we'll be right back with lots more. Uh, well, one more hour of t- this weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight, and everybody keep positive vibes and thoughts uh, going for the Sues tomorrow for the win in the Dragon Boat races at the Dragon Boat Festival down at Whiskey Island in Cleveland, Ohio tomorrow. Uh, my mom and I are going to go down and her Susan sister is going to show up too. Hopefully the boys will be there and I won't smoke around them. So, uh, alright. We're going to go ahead and hit, to the, uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Light out, everybody. 
Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And, of course, thank you once again to Francie for being on a verse call-in. Sorry about the Skype troubles. And, of course, thanks to Rocky Mountain Mike for that awesome CBS Radio Mystery Theater uh, hosted by Sebastian Gorka. Sound bite. That was a lot of fun. That was very good. And, of course, uh, that laugh you heard is from the one and only P.S. Mueller out of Madison, Wisconsin. I am a chucklehead. You are. You are a chucklehead. (laughs) And uh, I should probably uh, play this. Robots. 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 Yeah. So, <laughs> and of course, uh, Bobber in DC sitting in for uh, uh, Joe Santorsa tonight while he is off. Thank you so much, Bob. And uh, start thinking about what song you want to hear at the bottom of the hour that you did. Ooh. Okay. You did that. I think I'm most of them. You, so. You did well, that. Bob and I were were speaking when we were trapped briefly in limbo. I asked him where he recorded his uh, music, and I think you said. At home, correct? Well, I, yeah, I do now. Some of the, the songs that uh, that Kenny plays were recorded in a professional studio, and you can tell the difference. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, ooh, well, you're a genius uh, engineer. <laughs> uh, the the uh, stuff. Yeah, most of the songs he plays are were recorded in a professional studio. Okay. But they're, genius, they're all good. Uh, the stuff you recorded on your own, I mean, I've heard it all. It, all of it sounds good. So, yeah. You know, yeah. oh, and, and it's, it's funny you mentioned that too, uh, recording songs, because I just, uh, my mom is coming up, of course, to go to Dragon Boats uh, uh, and, and see Susan compete tomorrow. And um, we, she has a, a full scale Casio keyboard. You know, it's not the best keyboard in the universe, but it's pretty great for laying down like a, you know, a a, a drum beat or a synth line for a song Mm -hmm. for a demo. And uh, and I'm very excited because uh, I'm trying to convince uh, my pals from my old band, Kill the Hippies, to do uh, every Halloween, at least, well, 
two years in a row, they've done a sound effects album for Halloween. It's not just sound effects. They we we you know they they make up like fake themes for fake movies. And last year we did that Hallow Baloo song that was kind of mm-hmm. like the Monster Mash, which was really I thought was really funny. And I did I I ended up writing the music for it and did the. Uh, d- did my Boris Karloff voice, you know, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and of course I want to bite your neck, uh, you know. Did the Bella Lugosi kind of stupid voice, um, but uh, so I'm hoping to to do some demos, and if it doesn't work out that they don't want to do a new album, I'm gonna write new Halloween goofball novelty songs this year. Uh, so and they might have crappy Casio beats. Who cares? So, <laughs> but then again, there is a drum program I'm thinking about buying, Bobber. I'll talk to you about that later. But we gotta, we gotta. T- me, Bobber, and Lee and Clint need to. We, we gotta do it. We're gonna do at least a one hour podcast of talking about the writing, recording process, and gear and stuff like that. I think that would be an amazing uh, show to do for any musicians or up-and-coming musicians or anything to um, to listen to. Wouldn't that be fun, Bobber? That'd be cool. Yeah. So, by, by the way, a little, little factoid: that song you played at the bottom of the uh, first hour, "Home Cooking." Uh, very, yeah, very first song I ever recorded ever. Oh yeah, really? Mm-hmm. It was the very first one. It's got a rockin' solo in it, man. Yeah, that was that was Kevin. He was he was a music. Uh, he was a genius on guitar. Nice. He, he played awesome guitar, awesome bass. He was, he was nice. excellent at both. All right, and the last but definitely not least, of course, Rain uh, always here with me um, Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, except you do have some time coming off uh, coming up soon. Time off coming up soon. Um, and uh, but yeah, welcome back to the show. And of course, check out all Rain's uh, stuff over at For Freedom's blog. Rain? By all means. Rain? Hello? Hi, I was talking to nobody. Oh. <laughs> That's wow. That's all right. But yeah, and... It's going to be cr- harder and harder to write over... Period. I don't know how people write every day in the world of Trump. Yeah. Because every morning I wake up, I look at the news, and I'm like, the only thing I want to put in the blog is, Trump is a dumb fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I I blow off steam by writing bad poems about Trump. And you do them well. I need to do it. I mean, it's just like I have to. I'm driven. I mean, yeah. every day, and I know if Caitlin Chris is out there listening, she just I say came, every day is her. every day is a week, and then mm-hmm. she'll tweet me back going, "Every day is a month." Yes. And it's every, fucking horrible. Every half day is a fortnight, according to Sebastian Gorka. You know, uh, the, name <laughs> grade, the name of the grade school I went to was Half Day Elementary in is Half true? Day, Illinois. Is that true? Yes. Wow. Okay, I believe you, because I'm gullible day, that way. It actually doesn't really exist anymore. It got annexed, you know, and uh, and all of that. But it was a little crossroads in uh, between farm country and the suburbs in uh, in nor- northwestern, in, in northern Illinois. And uh, I went to half-day school. It was like a 120-year-old schoolhouse or school building. And, uh, That's awesome. 
Went All right, well, school with farmers and suburb kids. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. So, okay, well, uh, here I have a mission because we don't have a lot, a lot of audio tonight. I need Rain and Bobber to go pick oh. some of their favorite stuff from hmm. the uh, official MikePence.com official MikePence.com website. Okay. And I want you guys to read from that. One of you has to read from Mike Pence shop. You need to tell us what products are in there because I need to get some Mad Lib stuff from people. And Pete, <laughs> would one of you explain to Pete what the what this is? Official Mike Pence is a private link that we should not share to Donald Trump about Mike Pence be- becoming the 46th president. <laughs> It's, wow. a par- it's a parody. Is that a, is that a good description? I yes, think it's it, good. It's a parody site. Uh, that's that's really cool. Uh, that's excellent. So he talks about his story. He talks about what he ate. There's a section <laughs> there. That's all There's he eats. A, he eats a lot of corn. He eats oh. a lot of corn, Pete. Yeah, but I bet it's white corn. Numbered it's peanuts. It's white corn. Yeah. He eats, he eats ketchup ice pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds Mer- delicious, <laughs> but it, you know, ketchup is a vegetable, so it's you know it's good for him. Sure, sure. There's a section there called "Mother May I." Well, I think well, I need one of you to read from the store. Okay, I'm going to the shop. All right, yeah. <clears throat> are you ready? With Mike, is yeah. this for is this for Mad Libs? No, this is just to read while I'm filling out the Mad Libs. Okay, <laughs> so. In the Mike Pence shop, you can buy Haynes Plain White Briefs. You can buy... <laughs> and it's a, a non- 40, it's a 42 pack. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the count. You got to get the count right on these. Uh, you know, in, in Mike Pence's world, they're not briefs. They're brevities. <laughs> True. Sundries. Because, you know, when, once they're stained, you got to throw them out. So That's right. <laughs> well, I'm trying to. I don't want to just go down the list, but okay. There is Ashmont, a um. There is a non-aborted baby on board bumper sticker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a Pence Christ hat, extra wide, white. <laughs> extra white. Oh. We also have, and this is only eighty-seven dollars, people. This is a really good deal. Good bargain. Pence pants. Deep pocket, extra wide khaki. <laughs> oh shit! Uh. <laughs> and in case, <laughs> just to go along with your um, your Hanes plain white briefs, mm-hmm. perhaps you'd like a set of thirty-seven dollar men's lounging slippers, white. Sure. <laughs> and those. They have, they have bows on them and pearls. <laughs> They do. They have pearls. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Um, I bet he's clutched a pearl or two. Yeah, yeah. I think that man is deeply closeted. I doubt he's ever yeah. given a pearl necklace, though. To he his probably dreams of mother. getting one. <laughs> Maybe. No, I meant as a gift to. Hey, I meant as a gift to mother. For those, for those who can't afford. $37 men's lounging slippers with white pearls and white bows. You can buy a $7 jar of Vaseline mouth corner ointment. 
Vaseline mouth corner ointment. Mouth corner ointment. Mouth, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. That makes that so, makes a lot of sense. And there's a few other things there that you can go, but I suggest you know go shop and choose for yourself because Mike Pence only wants to see you happy. Oh, you should probably read a couple more from there. Come on. Yeah, there, there's there's one there that's my favorite. Okay. What is it, Bob? Well, go go, go ahead. ahead. You, you, you guys it. take turns. The uh, three-in-one hair, teeth, and face whitener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Because you know your 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 face can't be too white. No, yes, it just can't. True. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that one's my favorite. Hey, hey, Bob. You know, you and I have wanted to travel. Yeah, look at that. That that's pretty spiffy there. Come on. It's the uh, President Pence Custom RV. And of course, it's white. <laughs> <laughs> Does it. Has My the, favorite, though, in has the, the end, stereo is the been removed? Has the stereo been removed? <laughs> it oh, only but, plays AM radio stations. Oh, I was I was going to say uh, either that or or they just have a, a Mitch uh, a Mitch Miller sing along book in there. Ah, uh, the human Q tip. Yeah. My favorite was the seventy two dollars Shane Cube. Oh, it's a box. It's a box that you could put over your head. When mother's disappointed. Well. <laughs> God damn it, Mike Pence! Mike Pence is probably going to become our forty, ne our next president. Yeah, I almost said forty next. I almost did a Sean Spicer. Our by, forty next by default. Uh, last year day. Did that happen to you? Last year day. Uh, by default, not by election. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> so I'll I'll read just with the one little part here from the uh, Mike Pence facts. I mean, oh, you great. read a few of them, uh, or, or did you, from the from the beginning? <clears throat> I did. Mike Pence went to college. Mike Pence won third prize in the 1972 Indiana Junior Corn Contest. <laughs> 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 Mike Pence carries a trifold wallet in his right back pocket. Wow. <laughs> mm. Mike's favorite part of the American flag is the bars. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, oh man! Here we go. This is this this part I love. Mike Pence played baseball in high school until he suffered blunt trauma to his right testicle when a baseball hit it, rupturing the protective covering surrounding the right testicle, as well as a contusion to the major blood vessel that, of course, resulted in massive bleeding and prolonged bruising that forced paramedics to cut through his baseball pants in the middle of a junior varsity game against high school rival <laughs> Glen Oaks High School. <laughs> All the girls at Mike's high school were there and saw his bleeding bruised testicle and ruptured genitals. <laughs> oh. He played oh. second base. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is amazing. That is absolutely do we, amazing. Do you have time for me to read a couple of Mother May I's? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm still I'm still working on Mad Libs. I gotta give uh, the, okay. the, the, the author of that last one uh, and Bob's delivery was pretty great too. <laughs> And, and, oh, and here's great. the thing, Bob. If you want to go to Mother May I, and you could read the Dear Mother. Okay, and then you read the the reply. I'll read. I'll read Dear. Oh, MP. look at oh, this! This is a good setup. This is a good good idea. Yeah. 
dear do we, mother. Do, do we need any accompanying music? Do we need like sad sounding music? Would that be good? Like oh, no, the, we could do it in post, man. I could. Well, no, here, here. I, could, I got some sad piano here. Here. Dear, dear mother. Are you, are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Dear mother, for many years I've slept in my comfortable pajamas. They zip from head to toe and are made of the softest red flannel. They were lovingly made for me on my 19th birthday by my dearly departed grandmother. Unfortunately, I've been suffering from some nightmare-induced cold sweats, which have disintegrated the delicate fabric. I know my mother, wife, loves snuggling up to me when I'm wearing these PJs. I have to say, I'll miss our nights of hot chocolate and Bible verse recitations in bed. Mother, AI, buy a new pair of pajamas. Oh. <laughs> okay, to get it together, man. All right. Dear MP, well, you are a very lucky man to have such a wonderful grandmother who made you snuggly steep sleep suit. And your wife is a very lucky woman to have a flannel swathed mate. Unfortunately, holes in pajamas can result in unintended consequences of the human body. Which may lead to naughty nighttime behavior. For your wife's sake and your own, find a new, more modest solution to your sleepwear situation. Ideally, one cut from thick fabric sewed tightly at the seams. Love, mother. <laughs> oh, we gotta we gotta give you the uh, the the A train uh, for that right now. Where is my A train? There it is. Would you guys like to do another Mother May I reading? That that was a lot of fun. I would. Sure. All you right. simply must. All right, <laughs> whenever you're ready. All right, we'll just do the next one, I guess. Yeah. Dear Mother, for many years, I worked with a man who had a troubling relationship with his wife. He treated her like an object, bragged about how long he knew her, and it seemed like she was generally afraid of him. I stood by this man because he helped my career, and now sometimes I can't finish my mashed potatoes because I feel bad. Mother, may I forgive myself? Sincerely, Indy Mikey. Dear Indy Mikey, I beg you to remember, God invented wives to glorify their husbands. There are beautiful baby houses sent to this earth to bring forth a new generation of heavenly victors, male, and breeders, female, if this man treated his wife like an object, it was surely because he understood that this was the best use for her. And we will and we cannot question our Lord who vested in him that wisdom. Rest easy. He will go to heaven and you may forgive yourself. Love mother. That was dark. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is some good writing. Again, this is from a parody site. Uh, from uh, uh, regard, this is this is a godsend for tonight because we have such so little audio to play. <laughs> so, but good news for our listening audience: three Mad Libs tonight. Wow. Yeah. And we could save the other. We can. We could save the other ones for maybe. Well, no, I'm not going to be here. For the next week no, and a half. we have time for one more. We got time no. for one more. I'm I'm loving this uh, this reenactment, this is, this is and and I'm I'm done with the Mad Libs, so I can really give it my full attention now. So actually, I tell you what, if you want to do both of them, the last one is really short. Let's do it. Yeah. So okay. uh, so here here we go. Uh, Bobber, you set it up. Rain will knock it down. <laughs> Dear mother. 
Recently, I had the opportunity to hire a large amount of government workers. I try to remember that as someone in a position of power, I lead God's army. Unfortunately, mired in the paperwork of my new position, I accidentally approved the employment of a known homosexual. Oh. <laughs> this man is so good at his job, I accidentally overlooked his sexuality in the hiring process. The thought that I am paying an admitted sodomite chills me to the bone. Oh. Even throwing a football around the White House Rose Garden, I, I, I meant the lawn, isn't fun anymore. My wife says, I, if I do not fire this person, I will go to hell. Mother, may I fire this deviant? Sincerely, Mike, uh, I mean, Mike, Mark Parts. <laughs> Dear Mike, uh, Mark Parts. If you want to find eternal bliss, you must fire this person. Not only are they infecting God's earth in their spare time with their unacceptable behavior, but they are poisoning the saintly environment you are so carefully constructing. We are taught to love the sinner and hate the sin, but homosexuality is a dangerous choice made to taunt godly people. Reject it and give the pinko the pink slip. Love, mother. Wow. Again, very mother. dark. But we have, we have one more. We have one more, correct? Yep. All right, here we go. Dear Mother, Mother, may I eat alone with a woman who is not my wife? Sincerely, President Mike Pence, uh, a president of something. <laughs> Dear Mike Pitt, a president of something. No. <laughs> mother. <laughs> Yes, so, no. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was really fun, actually. That was great. That was good. So, in way, all hat tip, major, major hat tip to the writer and or writers at uh, officialmikepence.com because this is, I, I, I still, my eyes still have that sweet sting of laughing until I almost barfed. Um... Uh, you know, in I almost barfed in my eyes, Pete, when we read what uh, uh, <laughs> what uh, what Mike Pence had eaten all week. Oh my God! Uh, oh, oh man, a lot of junior mint, huh? No, oh oh man, a lot of corn, a lot of corn products. <laughs> but then <laughs> he started his week off with a whole bunch of Arby's and an entire bottle bottle of Nyquil. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then the next day, him and mother spent most of the most of their day in beds uh, in their own beds because they had the rumbles. Wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. It really was. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we we, we got to go to the break. Um, uh, Pete, mm -hmm. did you want to say anything else before we uh, we hit that break? I, no, I'm speechless. I'm it, absolutely speechless. I'm going to spend it, a little time here uh, later. Yeah, just me and Mike, you know, yeah, alone just, together. Yeah, uh, you mean uh, Mark Parts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll call him that. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so. Uh, but in in rain and Bobber, fantastic job on that. That was really good. That was great. I mean, we didn't have to have audio for tonight. You guys 
did it. That was amazing. That was that so is good. Completely ad libbed. That was so fucking good. Well, that that yeah. I mean, we didn't anticipate this happening, but that worked out great. I, you know, you guys were like, yeah, we'll read the different parts. I had the music. There we are. So uh, it was very heartfelt. So, Bobber, did you have time to think about what song of yours you would like to hear uh, this evening oh, from your uh, from your massive yeah, catalog? Like I said, I forgot which ones you have. I Um, have most of your stuff, so if I don't have it, I'll say no. But if I have it, I'll say, here it comes! Um, Oh, it's time time right now, isn't it? Um, It He's getting out of character. uh, It's okay. He's Mark (laughs) Parts. He's a little scrambled. uh, Deep breath and and, 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 and go. (laughs) (laughs) What's a song you recorded on your own so we can hear Oh, like at home, you mean? Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you have... Uh, let's see. Here, I'll read through uh, what planet, I have. Do you have planet, Planetarium? I like, like that one. Uh, I do. I believe I do. Let me see. Planet... He's searching. Everyone, yeah, I'd like I do. to know the Kenny pick right now. I got it. Planetarium. I got it. It's here. Yay! It's here. So, all right, here we go. Planetarium by uh, our good friend Bob Rouse, a.k.a. Bobber in D.C., uh, right after this little station identification. And by the way, I also have some good news about our uh, stream licensing thing. I'll uh, get in my email and let you know about that, too. But uh, here we go. We'll be right back uh, right after this. Planetarium coming up right now. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com.
Brady. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mic Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mic Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome back to the program. Uh, we, we don't have a whole heck of a lot here uh, left to talk about, uh, although we are going to have some fun. I will say that. And um, uh, and by the way, uh, Jay Colley, if you're still listening, um, I, uh, I know there was a goof. Uh, uh, one of our uh, other mods accidentally banned you. Uh, because of uh, somebody who was being a dickhead in our chat, you are now on band. Um, I took care of that, so welcome back. Sorry for any trouble, but it was just the the chat was rolling by so fast it was a mistake, and I've almost uh, I've almost done that a few times. Unfortunately, uh, uh, I was alerted to this, and uh, you are back in full force. Um, and uh, I apologize to everybody because guess what? Kenny picked it. I left my mic hot during Bobber's song, and hopefully I didn't make too much racket, because Susan and I were yelling up, up, she's like, do you know where the cooler is? And I'm like, I think it's in the sun porch. And and, uh, so, yeah, and I slammed the door a couple times, and there you go. If it makes you feel any better, no hot mic moment will ever top the fact that I flushed the toilet with my mic hot. I, I I don't think it picked up. Did you go back and listen to the podcast? Oh, it picked was up. It there? No, it people heard it. I think it was Peter in San Francisco who was like, "Rain, did you flush the toilet?" <laughs> well, you know, it's better that you flushed, really. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, yes and no because you know, I try to save water when I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, true. the fact that I flushed. 
Well, it just let us know that it wasn't yellow and it wasn't going to mellow. That's all. It's pretty much information. So, that is still something that I'm going to laugh about that forever. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was Peter in San Francisco. He's like, hot mic, hot mic. It sounded like you'd been eating asparagus. <laughs> Don't cast any aspersions on that. So. Yeah. Peter you know, in San Francisco confirms. He yeah. remembers that. Aspersions <laughs> on my asparagus. It must have been a good one. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, all right. On that note, I, I just want to share a picture in the chat room with everybody. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll describe it to everybody who, uh, um, if you haven't seen it, uh, Rain shared this with me earlier today. Apparently, the Oval Office is being redecorated. And it, um, there's a picture of it, and I saw the picture, and I immediately thought of something else because they took out all the furniture, all the carpeting, and then they draped the whole place with um, like plastic, you know, wrapped in plastic. But when mm. I saw the picture, and Pete, I'll I'll, I'll try and oh, I'll, I'll I'll send this to you on uh, Facebook. Well, actually, go look at my Facebook you do page, it in the Pete. Skype chat. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll go to your Facebook page. Well, yeah, okay. yeah, Pete can look at it on my Facebook page. Just scroll back a little bit because I can't. I, I don't have the picture saved on this uh, this computer. Oh, actually, no, I okay. do. I do. I'll send it on Skype. But yeah, so I did a compare and contrast between what the Oval Office looks like now and what mm. the Black Lodge looks like in Twin Peaks, <laughs> <laughs> and they look very similar. So I think uh, the White House is going to become the Black Lodge. And mm -hmm. it will be the home of uh, evil spirits that, you know, want to uh, kill all that is good. So <laughs> and, uh, and Pete, yes, I, I, I can send this thing over Skype, uh, I believe. So, okay. so, you, so you'll be able to see it. Um, but yeah, so it's just says White House remodeling and, um, yes. you know, before and after. Uh, okay. so, so there so you how, go. How can be Sanders will be the log lady just spouting things that make no sense? Sure, sure. Oh my God. Well, and Bobber, you asked me earlier who's the dancing man, and I said it's Steve Bannon because he knows how to do the worm. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue to tip. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so there we go. And in, in the spirit of that, I wondered what Trump might sound like in the Black Lodge, so I did this. Yeah. So he still needs practice uh, on that. Still creeps me out. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one who thinks that maybe somewhere down the line we're going to get a story that says that the contractors that were cleaning out the Oval Office had to contact the FBI because they found strange devices behind the walls? Hmm. Really? Hmm. That I know it's like a little tinfoily. Drama stingy. I thought maybe that, you know, possibly one of Trump's toupees uh, brought in some kind of vermin into the, you know. Well, there is yeah. that. It was the bad tribble. They had, yeah, the, the affected tribble. Yeah. So. The bad tribble that brought in a palmetto bug. I'm looking, I'm looking <laughs> at your photograph and thinking about a dwarf. Well, yeah, and that, that's what uh, Bobber was saying, the dancing man or the man from another place. Uh, the, the, yeah, that, yeah. that would be Steve Bannon because he, he knows a dance called The Worm. 
Yeah. I can say no more. Yeah. So uh, we, we probably should play the uh, the weird science Steve Bannon drop real quick. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So here, here you go. There you go. Oh my God! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that was delicious. <laughs> they chill every time. So <laughs> every time, every time. So. Uh, <laughs> That's right, Bobber. I I debuted that on a show that you were on, I think, or or it was like the second show after I had that. And every time I played it, you were <laughs> you were losing it. So that's good. Uh, so all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We don't have anything else to do uh, except for Mad Libs tonight. Unless there was any other stories you wanted to mention before we go. I know we we kind of gloss over a lot, but um, you know, Trump threatening to what intervene in we don't Venezuela. Do a daily show. Yeah. We don't do a daily show. Every day is a freaking week. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Trump. Well, you know, as, as we say around the house, every day is another punch in the face. I mean, the only story we didn't cover tonight, which I feel like it's big stuff, is that Trump threatened Venezuela with military action. <laughs> that's why that's crazy. <sighs> it is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so things are so bad down there. What would you do? I mean, what, what he you? said here, here, yeah. here's Ooh, what he uh, said. You know, they asked him about Venezuela, yeah. and he's like, "Well, we got things going on. We got things going on, and I'm not ruling out military options." And the reporter was like, "Wait, are you saying that we might go in there with military?" And he said, "I'm, I'm not going to tell you what we're going to do because I don't do that. I don't tell people what we're going to do the way we did with Mosul." Bob heard it. Bob can back uh, me up on this. Tell me oh if I'm yeah. exaggerating. Yeah, but we you, you almost heard a stereo sound of Jaws hitting the floor just at the same time. Mm, and so just keep in mind, and we will get to Mad Libs, and I'm sorry to bring some doom and gloom, but behind Brazil, Venezuela is this, you know, Brazil is the first people who buy military equipment from Russia. Venezuela is number two. Okay. Venezuela is an ally to Russia. So. So I'm just waiting for that PP tape to drop. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Please. Please, yeah. baby Jesus. For all that is decent in this world, let that PP tape drop. So, all right. Yeah, can we? We, we I, I do have to wrap the show up on time tonight because I got to help Susan get ready for Dragon Boat Snump tomorrow. Right. I'll start Mad off. Lips. I'll start off the night show a little bit tonight, but uh, Adam Hebert's going to take over. So get your requests in and everything. Uh, Adam is in. Uh, he, he's all fired up and ready to go. But, uh, yeah. Um, so here we go. Fire uh, and Fury. Mad Libs. Fire and Fury Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Mad Libs. God bless Mad Libs indeed. And uh, so we're going to start off. Let's go alphabetical order tonight and start with Bobber. I could use the name of a body part. Uh, the, the rectum. 
<laughs> Starting it off with fire and fury for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, especially after eating all that corn. Yeah, or that chili we talked about in, that, in the first segment. Uh, <clears throat> oh, oh, okay, so alphabetical order goes, uh, Pete, another body part. Pete, did we lose? Oh, Pete? I'm sorry. Oh, you're. It's all right. All right, uh, another body part. Yeah, colon. <laughs> oh, are we working our way upwards? People? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> depends. It, are you? It depends. It could be. Could be prolapsed. Could be standing. Oh. Or you just could be standing on your head. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's God. not a body part mm. unless you will it so. Okay, Rain, I need the name of somebody who likes Donald Trump. So who's somebody who really likes Donald Trump? Uh, just anybody who is on the side Ivanka. of Donald Trump. No, nobody knows. Hey, you know, right in the middle of all of this, she's going to file for divorce. You know, and and latch on to tr to the, the the home at Trump Tower and send him packing. Well, Ivanka's his daughter, so I don't know. Oh, oh, that's right. I get those two mixed up. <laughs> I don't know why. I think he does too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 shit, uh, Bobber. I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta treat you right for that one. Oh, that's good. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> and nice. uh, oh, Bobber, your reward is another body part. <laughs> um, the uvula. Uvula. All right, I know what that is. Yeah. It's it's not not the vulva, people. Um, <laughs> uh, P.S. Mueller, the an animal. Uh, what? An animal. <laughs> animal. Animal. Yeah, an animal. Hmm. Okay. A quagga. Quagga. Q U A G G A. I got it. I, I I know I know how to spell it, but it's extinct. Wait. But it's still an animal. Nice. Okay. Oh, same body part. So that's uvula again. Uh, and then rain. Uh, I need a number, a specific number, like the amount of uh, <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Pence Give me needs. 14. 14. <laughs> Let's go with 14. Ray, I'll give you the next one, too, because it's too perfect. Uh, uh, food. Corn. Okay. <laughs> totally there saw you that go. one coming. And yeah. uh, Bobber. Mother didn't see that coming. Mother no. never sees anything coming. Speaking of oh. coming, speaking of coming, Bob, I need the name of a That's liquid. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be unexpected and mm. say, say beer, be, uh, a shot of beer. <laughs> uh, so, a shot of low alcohol beer. I mean, you don't want to party too hard. Yeah, yeah, NA. So, uh, uh, Pete, I need a number from you, sir. You do? Yes. All right. Well, twelve. Okay, and rain, I need a color. Yellow. All right. Uh, 
All right, uh, and uh, we, we are doing three, so we have a few more to get, uh, words to go here. So, um, and only a couple, really. Actually, uh, this is great. Uh, bobber, body part, plural. Bulls. Bulls. I'll spell it B A W L Z. Uh, <laughs> and nuts. I gotta nuts. tell you, I know Bob and I practice this when he does bowls. His jaw moves completely to the right, bulls. and the rest of his head moves all the way to the left. That's great. So it's bulls. I'd almost pay to see that. All right. <laughs> Last he one. It. Last one goes to P.S. Mueller. Another plural body part. Another plural body part. Hmm. Testicles. All right. Testicles. Testicles. Just because I don't usually go there and I thought I'd cross you all off. Testicles. went blue. Testicles. Hercules swinging brother. Testicles. Yes. Testically, testically, testically. Testicles is Hercules swinging brother. So... All right. <laughs> Here we go. How about them newfangled cell phones, everybody, from Cool Mad Libs? Uh, here it is. Uh, cell phones. No matter where you are these days, you are bound to run into someone with a cellular cat attached to, to his or her rectum. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Even young peanuts have needle phones. Unfortunately, they seem seem to bring out the worst fabrics in people. Most cell phone users talk about raised violins in restaurants, museums, bags, and even women's and men's dildos. <laughs> cell phone users <laughs> Cell phone users think nothing of talking at the same time uh, they are escaping their cars. This can be uh, delicately dangerous, especially when they take their colon off the road as they massage. What? <laughs> their eyes off the road as they drive, their colon off the road as they massage. Um, pedestrian phoners are also a faint hazard. Preoccupied with their conversations, they can easily ignore the red thong and step in front of oncoming <laughs> oncoming bag of dicks, <laughs> <laughs> Cause, causing all kinds of cool whip accidents and personal massager uh, personal uh, massager pileups. There we go. So we had massage there in a couple ones. Uh, all right, so there, there, that was uh, cell phones, everybody. All right, this one is specialty of the house. It was informative. Yeah, it was. It was. It was and more. That, it was more about driving safety habits. Yeah, I, I really feel like it was uh, one to grow on. Really, uh, you know. <laughs> yes. It was uh, yes. you know I, I wouldn't. Uh, and that's uh, yeah. one to grow on. All right, specialty of the house is the next one. Here is Chef Ivanka Trump. Trump's, I'm sorry, here is Ivanka Trump's award-melting recipe for the roast uvula of quagga. Oh, no. oh God, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. Roast uvula of quagga. Sounds like a fucking H.P. Uh, Lovecraft story. Um, <laughs> What's that guy on CNN who does his uh, travel channel? Anthony, uh, no. Bourdain. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, that yeah. sounds like an Anthony Bourdain special. Well... 
Yeah, so uh, maybe he can visit roasted Ivanka uvula? Trump's uh, uh, roasted uvula restaurant. I bet he's eaten so her recipe. He pro- probably could have. Yeah. So, so uh, all right. So here you here you go. Here's the recipe. Choose a uvula weighing about fourteen leisure suits. Remove excessive underpants. <laughs> Add five cloves of garlic, peeled and ducked. Season with two tablespoons of chopped corn. Add a tables <laughs> add a tablespoon of beer or a shot of beer. <laughs> Sprinkle with a touch of rancid salt. Add a pinch of ground yellow bull weevil and cook at 350 threads for 12 minutes. Remove from the oven uh, when the skin is purple. <laughs> oh. oh. Serve oh. with Served with mashed intercontinental ballistic missiles and a Bigfoot. That sounds like a Trump recipe. <laughs> it does. Serve with mashed intercontinental ballistic missiles and a Bigfoot. <laughs> That's a fucking breakfast of champions there. Fuck Wheaties. Um, or Cheerios, right. Mike yeah. Pence. Mike, uh, three, three fistfuls. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. The last one from Cool Mad Libs tonight is music. Music is the soul of the bathrobe, said Pluto. <laughs> what? Music is music is music, said Toupee, I be cool. <laughs> Toupee, I be cool? Said was rap- he, was I'm he sorry, like said, the said, you, the no, I said cover band? I'm sorry, no, no. Music is music is music, said rap to pay, I be cool. I have no idea. Um, I'm still going with the Tupac cover band. These two adult philosophers were right on. When the beat is right, who among us hasn't felt the frozen urge to snap his or her balls? Or stomp? <laughs> or, or, I, I think I can resist that urge. Or, or stomp his or, or stomp his or her testicles. Oh dear! Oh my! Or break that was out! Perfect! Or break out in a beautiful tack. There's no denying that music, whether it's classical butt plug by Beethoven or a contemporary vinegar, or or a contemporary vinegar by the Backstreet Ball Bags. Oh my God! Is well, a, that, that, you don't know how appropriate that is. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right, I'm, I'm going to just start that one up. There is no denying that music, whether it's a classical butt plug by Beethoven or contemporary vinegar by the backstreet ball bags, is a sordid influence on our daily crabs. Music does indeed soothe the savage ointment. Well, there is truth in that. There is so much truth in that. It's impossible to... F- suss out (laughs) that was a a classic that was a classic that was a good one i'm telling you one of these days i'm gonna do an all mad libs special where i just go back and i chop out all the mad libs and and you know just make an entire show of it it could i think you should i think people will be you know will cry by the end i think it's it's good (laughs) we need more listener mad libs too and I, i think we should write our own as well maybe for freedom's blog you could do the thematic uh you know Get Trisex. See if he wants to do a <laughs> a Trump themed uh, 
We could we could ask Trisec to do an Ask a Vet Mad Lib. That should be hilarious. Oh man, that's that's a little dark. <laughs> it is dark. Yeah. But Trisec would appreciate that, Bob. You know that. He might. He would. Or a Boy right. Scouts, Trump Boy Scouts themed one. <laughs> oh man. That yeah, that oh that would be right up in his wheelhouse, boy. He was so pissed about that. Oh I know, I know. So but uh all right. all right. You know what? I have I have I have Monday and I have Wednesday before I go on vacation. I might do that. Because Dang. I sure as hell need a break from writing about this stuff. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, it's open to everybody. We've already had submissions from Miles, Michelle, Tim Caramel. Uh keep them coming to me. Uh if you don't have my new email, message me on uh uh Facebook, PM me and I'll send it to you. And, uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, I got to get things wrapped up tonight. So, uh, Bobber, uh, since you are, uh, our guest tonight, thank you once again. It's, it's great. Uh, it's always great having you on. Thanks for filling in for Tim tonight. Or I'm sorry. God damn it. I did it again. <laughs> so thanks for filling in for Joe, who's also on the Tim Caramel show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and tim we're gonna get you back on here soon too uh tim, tim's coming i you know i know the the summer is busy for everybody so and tim tim especially he's always a busy dude but i want to get him back on soon uh but yeah thanks for filling in for joe tonight bobber uh and uh you're of course welcome back anytime and um uh what's your parting shot tonight um i'm just gonna say let's uh let's all put our minds together and then see about mike pence for president number 46 oh yeah he's already he's already got the website so yeah by default not election by default not election (laughs) so uh (laughs) anything else bobber no that's it all right uh uh, rain do you want to go next or you want to go last um no i'll go next i got one quick thing the thing that pisses me off the most about and when i say pisses me off i mean pisses me off aside from the scary shit what we have right now is the leader of the free world, or what we used to be and known as the free leader of the free world, the United States, is having a pissing match with a third world country. And therefore, he's raising, you know, the he he's he's basically making Kim Jong-un. He's giving credit to a third world country by having a little freaking stupid little backyard brawl. I know that yeah. didn't make sense, and I have to write about it, but... No, I know exactly what you're saying. He needs to stop doing this. We are the United States of America, and Donald Trump is forgetting that. Because mm-hmm. we've had fights... We've had fights with North Korea since North Korea became... Well, they became North Korea before they became North Korea. There's a whole other history to that, but... We've had problems with them for a long time. But no president has gone to this length to elevate the stature of their dictator the way Donald Trump has. This is pathetic. Bingo. Well said, Rain. Very good. I'm done. So (laughs) all right, PS Mueller, what's your parting shot, sir? Oh, no one knows what to do about North Korea because, you know, after sixty years or so, uh it's it's a disfigured society. Yes. And uh, you know, it it, it is, you know, probably, you know, one of the most difficult problems facing the planet next to uh Donald Trump. But uh I just wanna say I'll be gone next Friday. I will and be 
somewhere, uh, you know, floating like a, a waffle made of cheese in Lake Superior. <laughs> and uh, um, but I will be back two weeks from tonight, and I will be full, full to puking with Trump by then. And uh, I wish you all well, and uh, thank you. All right. I love all right. you, Pete. Well, nice. yeah, you you are are much loved by all involved with Indie Media Weekly and Turn Up Tonight, Pete. And I well, hope you have a wonderful night off uh, uh, next week. Wonderful vacation week. Uh, how long are you going for? Oh, we're going to go for about five days. Oh, lovely. We lovely. have not been more than fifty miles from here in a year. <laughs> Yeah, you you've had a you've had a busy and year, so it has you know. And five days is what we get, you know. And we're gonna sure. take it, <laughs> do it, run yeah. like the wind. So, mm -hmm. all right. Well, I do have a little bit of good news uh, for everybody. Uh, as you might recall, I mentioned the issues we were having with um, stream licensing and ASCAP. Um, I don't have a definitive final answer, uh, but I did mention something about uh, stream licensing uh, acquiring an AM radio station to somehow, I, I don't know exactly how it works, but apparently stream licensing has bought WKTF AM radio, and that is going to legitimize all of the stations, all of the internet radio stations that are such as ours the thousands cool. of stations that uh stream licensing uh covers with umbrella protection uh, in in you know license pays the licensing fees to all the different uh outlets um mm -hmm. such as ascap bmi etc yeah they've purchased wktf am radio and apparently that makes it much easier for reporting and uh paying out you know fees and everything i don't know exactly how it works because my head is just always full of information and it's constantly purged <laughs> so you know uh but yeah so it looks like we're we're in a step in the right direction uh, i got the email from anthony hernandez today uh, the president of stream licensing, he said, as we promised, a deal has been con uh, uh, consummated. Ooh, sexy. Consummated with WKTF radio. All proper license data has been sent to ASCAP. Everything has been completed. Please. Uh, oh, yeah. The other one doesn't matter. They have a new logo. Nobody cares about that. And it says, thanks for all your patience in this matter. Anthony Hernandez. You're welcome, Anthony Hernandez. So, uh, other than that, I don't have much else to say. Uh, please check out all the other fine programs on Indie Media Weekly. I'll uh, talk to everybody tomorrow in the back half of Mike Check Radio, but be sure to listen from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night to, again, Mike Check Radio, Sunday, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to southern progressive revival and join us back here on tuesday 7 to 10 p.m eastern and again just tune in anytime we have all kinds of amazing stuff all the time tonight on the night show i'm gonna get a few songs queued up but i'm gonna let mr adam hebert take over the dj reigns uh send your requests to him in the night show chat He'll do the best he can. Um, I will. Uh, he'll he'll message me if we can't find a song on the network. If it's not in my library, I'll snag it for you. If it's not too hard to find, and uh, we will play it for you. So yes, yeah, stay up late, have a shot of beer like Mike Pence would, and six ears of corn. 
And a corn smoothie. <laughs> and a corn Good night, smoothie. everybody. So that's it. We're going to bed. Bye-bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Snickerm Nicoda. Listen, it was Valano. Go back, you. Sir, I come up with the English never said.